What's up, Yahuchas and Plant Elementals? Welcome to the 112th episode of the Fake Nerd Podcast. I'm Ryan Eliopoulos, also known as Alec Holland. I am joined by Brandon T. McClure, also known as Yachua Number 2. And I'm joined by Ben Magnet, also known as uh, Anton Arcane. Oh, he's really gross. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. And also, Ben, you're Ben Magnet, also joined by <laughs> Sparkplug Wickowitty, who is the cool metal gray thing from the from Scott Snyder's plant Swamp thing, but I don't remember the name of it. What is it called? The gray, the gray machine, the oh, metal machine, I don't the calculate, the calculators. Not the calculators. Anyway, welcome to episode 112. I didn't have an intro plan. What's going on, guys? The collective. <laughs> well, we are Maybe. off to a great start. A, a romp and start. A swamp and start. A swamp up, and dude? start. Guys, I did so much this week in terms of entertainment. It's bananas. Can you give us a rundown? No. Okay. Thank you for joining us at the picnic. Okay. No. <laughs> so I finished Iron Fist, and mm-hmm. those last two episodes are very, very good. Very good. That is a solid, solid show, and I hope you guys get to it eventually. We uh, should do a Netflix catch-up. We should. We yes. should. I just started watching Punisher. How do you like it? Yeah, it's okay. It's, oh. Okay. Okay. Look, I'm just tired of Netflix's deal right now, which is just most of the product they put out is a lot of the same stuff. What like, do you mean? Well, all so all the Netflix Marvel shows uh, tend are to dark. just be like... We're just in hallways punching people, and it's dark and gloomy, and look how gritty we are. Of of I, all the sci-fi, of all the sci-fi shows, it's all got the, like the same like chrome aesthetic, and I'm just kind of like okay. Okay, I can agree with that, but I think the Punisher probably fits the most because he is the most dark and gritty sure, of all of them. Sure, sure. I mean, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it it, it is good. Uh, it's just kind of I'm kind of bored with the same old thing. I keep saying. I get you. I can understand that. Um, I finished Spider Man. Uh, the first two acts of that game are a solid A, A. A, not A+. Plus. That last act turns it into an A+. Plus. I think that game might be better than Arkham Asylum. Wow. Ooh. That ending is... The thing I love about Spider-Man that I now realize after reading a bunch of reviews and people comparing the games is that Spider-Man is very quippy and he's always making jokes. When Batman's swinging, he's just silent. Nothing going on. Unless someone radios in, he's just swinging around doing nothing. And yeah. I always feel like Spider-Man has something fun to say or is always something fun to do and uh, and uh, upon further reflection, I'm like, man, I really enjoyed all of that Spider-Man game. I really loved it. Uh, I watched Hereditary, maybe my favorite movie of the year, besides Upgrade. Uh, that is a spook fest. Oh, my God, guys. Uh, I actually couldn't sleep. I had to watch a bunch of comedy shows, and that never wow. happens to me. That never <laughs> happens to me. That movie really got me. Wow. Uh, and I started Maniac, which is Carrie Fukunaga's uh, Netflix TV show. I'm hearing not great things. I really like it. Okay. I think it's super interesting. It's really unique, which is why I appreciate it. Uh, and he's directing Bond 25. Yes. So uh, his style... I think works really well for it. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all I got. Happy birthday. Oh, okay. Well, whose birthday is it? Ours. It's ours' birthday? Uh, ours? Yeah, it's our 112th birthday. <laughs> no, that's not how that works. No? No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> birthday every week. Uh, birthday every week. <laughs> birthday cake every week. How about, how about you, Sparks? What was your week like? Uh, I worked. Spooky. How, how's, how's the job? Exhausting. Is it? I mean, it's great. A lot of late hours? Yeah. Man, this is not the forum to do this on, but... Some teenagers really suck. Yes, <laughs> I agree. Yes, hey, no matter what job it is or where you're at, teenagers suck. They the are. amount, the amount of white teenage boys I hear say the n word <gasps> makes me sad. Oh. oh yeah, the amount of white teenage girls and and yeah, I'm sorry, but they are mostly white um, mm-hmm. that say the the word retard Ooh. also makes yeah. me sad. Yeah. Okay. No, I feel that. We're better than this America. But yeah. teenage, I remember being a real shitty teenager. I, but I grew up. But for every like sucky interaction I have. I have like five great interactions. For anyone who doesn't know, I'm working at Not Scary Farm. I realized that we didn't say what was going on. I was hoping I'm working we would at just Not Scary Farm. Am- I was hoping we would just keep it ambiguous. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm working at Not Scary Farm. He's you, a spooky you, boy. Yeah, that's cool. So, yeah, if, you can, if you go Actually, to not, not Sparks, for- but Sparks 
voice operator. There you go. Right. <laughs> operator. Yeah. Because I was about the... to say, it would be really creepy just to see a floating puppet going around not scared. That would be I the scariest be, thing yeah, ever. It actually would be ten times scarier to see like uh, like a wooden marionette version of you, Hell Sparks, yeah. just like going around. I was like, come play in with the, me. In the Pinocchio yeah. maze? Oh, oh yeah, dude. The Pinocchio that maze isn't there. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, it was replaced. Spooky Pinocchio? Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it was, it was really replaced cool. with it was pretty um, cool. Red Barn. Okay, wait, now hold on. The uh, question we're all asking is the Tooth Fairy maze still there? No. <gasps> yeah! That Tooth Vin Diesel movie? Tooth Fairy, Tooth Fairy was replaced with uh, Dark Entities, which oh. is the first maze I'm aware of to take place on a space station. That is the one I really want to go to. Spooky aliens. Hey, we're going right now. We're <laughs> all right, going podcast right is now. over. It's, it's, uh, I. I did not get to walk the maze when it was fully finished, but I did get to walk it, and the set design for the space station is really cool. Is is it? It? Mm-hmm. Is it, it is. Is it like, like a, as a, Event Horizon scary? It's, it's, yes. Uh, We're it's, going now. It's, Bye, uh, everybody. Yeah, Have a yeah, good yeah. night. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy your life. Bye. Sam they, they've there. done their, their two new mazes are the Depths and Dark Entities. The Depths is a seafaring kind. Like they, they, uh, they were in caverns, and they entrenched something deep from under under oh, the sea. That's cool. And so some, some sea mech. monsters are coming out. <laughs> yeah, no, mech. no. Um, but it's real cool. Is it? Uh, yeah, the the set design on both of those is is incredible. That's awesome. That's um, awesome. Sweet. And they and Paranormal Inc is back. Oh, good. That's a good one. And they changed up the ending in a way that I've never seen a hot maze do. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell you what it is, well, but it's good. incredible. That's awesome. Yeah, can't wait to go. So everyone who's everyone who can definitely go to Not Scary Farm. Spook yeah, we, we sounds like a good we place. We had our opening weekend. It was awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. A lot of the Hans are starting this w- the uh, started this week. I know mm-hmm. it's not October yet, but I'm full on in Halloween spooky mode. Spooky yeah. mode already. I think it's it's officially time we hey, can get ready for that hey yeah. i'm just glad that that damn tooth fairy maze is gone yeah that was always fun to well for fun for you guys because you guys side note when brand and i first went to a halloween haunt or uh, not scary farm together and uh, the halloween haunt there was a tooth fairy maze and i dumbly stupidly said that i have no, a no, fear dumbly <laughs> grammar ben use it <laughs> i have a little actual real fear that going to the dentist i want to say though i want to say though because you were so scared it it made me less scared, and oh, so I appreciate. He that. took the fear. Yeah, <laughs> and not only that, they said, "Okay, Ben, you're running point on this one. You're going to be in the very front of the tooth fairy Confront maze." Confront your fears, because and the whole maze they have like the sound of the drill, the high pitched squeal the drill. The whole maze that and was amazing. I was super. You should watch the horror movie The Dentist. I was <laughs> super uncomfortable. Our, our friend Michael, our friend Michael comes out and goes, "The best part about that maze was that the drill was the whole time." <laughs> Like the second we got out of that maze, I ran. Not, I know you're not supposed to run, but I ran. Yeah, yeah not that I'm trying to overplug my job, but um, overplug this. Overplug this. Uh, overplug. This year's uh, selection of mazes feels like the most diverse selection they've had in a lot of years. Where I don't feel like any maze is a lot like any of the others. Whereas I always felt like Tooth Fairy was kind of like a dentist-oriented version of Red Barn. Sure. It's kind of the same thing as the Slaughterhouse, except it's dentist-based, but it's very similar in design. Sure. I think every single maze this year is pretty well designed to stand on its own and be separate. This is going to be my first not scary spooky farm, so that's good to hear. All right. Ben, how was your week? Make a positive, baby. Well, okay, well... I actually, I actually did consume a lot of media. I watched um, the Dragon Prince whole way through. Mm. Oh, I'm not very nice. I'm not caught up, and I haven't finished it, but it's pretty good, right? I'm really loving Boy, it. We need I, to do that too. We got so much to watch, man. Yeah, yeah. Dragon, I actually, I caught up on a lot of my Netflix. Though I was going back and forth between playing Kingdom Hearts: Birth by Sleep and watching Dragon Prince. Uh, last night, the girlfriend and I we watched a, the Bleach movie on nice. Netflix, which I actually have to say is not bad. It's live action. Yeah, hmm. it's a live action Bleach. It takes like the first, um, I want to say six or seven volumes of manga and squishes it and That's takes out. Lot. 
Yeah, but it takes out all the annoying filler stuff. Good. Is and it not bad for an anime movie or not bad for a movie? I would say it's not bad for an anime movie. Okay. Okay. So we're talking like- H- adjust, adjust your standards, folks. Better than yeah. the American Death Note. Better than the American <laughs> Death Note. Tons better than but the American But worse than Death the Japanese Death Note. I don't know. It's been a while. Those are pretty good. I know. The Japanese Death Note, and that I say the CGI is better. Obviously, well, I mean, you really can't compare that there with me in two different time frames. But yeah. the hollows look really, really well. Okay. The hollows look really well. They took they take Ichigo's like origin very, very well. Characters all look awesome. Like when Chad first came on screen, I'm like, holy crap, he looks like he just jumped out of the manga. That's awesome. Um, actually, Ichigo's giant ass sword yeah. was practical the whole time. Really? Maybe there was That's some cool. CGI touch ups here and there. But it's a long and, sword. Yeah, it's a huge sword. Even <clears throat> Zabi when uh <laughs> <laughs> didn't. Even when uh, Renji came out with uh, Zabimaru. And the guy who played Byakuya was freaking cold as hell and it was awesome. Cold blooded. Yeah. So it was, it was really cool. Add it to the list. Yeah, I mean, the ending is kind of eh, but we can probably talk about that another day. Sure. And I also finished American Vandal in one sitting, season two of American Vandal. I haven't seen season one yet. That's that's a show people should not sleep on. No, they should not. And you should just go in not knowing anything. No. It's one of the best there's comedies. Like, there's like 45 shows people should not sleep on, so hey, it's man. hard. Yeah. yeah, I know it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. So after I finished American Vandal, I was like, what time is it? 4.45? Ah, oh, crap, because I need to read the book club. So yeah. I read a book club, and then I Thanks, woke up. Bud. And got coffee, and we watched Predators. Yeah, we did. I like the way the implication was like, I read the book club, and then I woke up. So like, he oh. read the book club in his <laughs> no, sleep. I read the book club. I went to sleep. Why are you confused? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I read the book club. Did. I went to sleep, and then my alarm woke it's me up. It's because it's so well written. And then I realized, and I re- realized what time it was. I'm like, all right. I'm pretty sure the other guys are probably super sleepy. So I'm going to get us all coffee so boy. we can watch uh, Predators. I was sleepy. You were correct. You were right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I said, hey, I'm going to be over at Ryan's place at 9 or at 10. I'm like, yeah. I am barely awake i need coffee i yeah. was in bed at three. Oh, when i fell asleep wiggity woo swiggity swooty i uh so i started punisher awesome um so i'm only two episodes in uh but oh, the there are only two episodes in <laughs> uh but at the same time the I also character started, stuff hasn't happened uh i also started star wars rebels so i'm kind of okay. going back, be- back is that on netflix those. no i just bought the dvd gotcha it was pretty cheap um I read some comics. Caught up on a lot of comic books. Uh, nice. Venom. Oh my god, guys! Uh, that last issue I need to read. Don't sleep on Venom. Uh, Add it to the list. Caught up. This on is this is your first go through on Rebels, right? Yeah. Uh, season two is much better. Just so you know. Yeah. See, season one is slow. I like season three. Um, no, I'm. Uh, I've, I've watched oh, you're watching two, season so four. Watched season three. Oh, okay. I will, I will watch season four when it's got cheaper it, on it. DVD. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, or when Disney Play comes out, whichever one's whichever one comes first. Oh, it's gonna be soon. Um, I'm so ready for that service. Yeah, uh, I think. That's Wait, is it called Disney Play? Yeah, th- uh, theoretically, we're, gotcha. it's a rumor right now. <clears throat> There's like two rumored names about it. Yeah, I think that's about the current. The current Disney app is like Disney Now. So mm. yeah, mm. I think that's about it. Other than that, I just caught up on the Predator films and oh, uh, I went to see. Uh, I went to see two movies this week. Nice. Um, it's not three. Jurassic Park doesn't count. I went to see one movie this week. <laughs> New movie. Was it Halloween? No, you're wasting your time. He's got a month. It's okay. Uh, so I watched. Yeah, I, I like like you said. I did get to see Jurassic Park on the big screen That's uh, nice. for the first time since '93, uh, in 2D since the first time five years ago. Uh, I did see the 3D re-release about five years ago. Okay, uh, but this one was 2D. Uh, it was a fab of it. Awesome. Uh, seeing your favorite movie on the big screen. There's nothing like it. Yeah. Uh, and I remember when Lion King came back. I saw that thing like five times in two yeah. weeks. Yeah. I um, didn't. And then uh, what was the other movie I saw? Um, Search your mind. Search for. It was. Search your feelings, you know. Oh, Operation too. Finale. Oh, how was that? With Ben Kingsley and Oscar Isaac. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty good. I liked it. Yeah. Nice. Uh, uh, ben Kingsley. It's very weird to see Ben Kingsley play uh, a Nazi because I'm so used to him as a as a Jew from Schindler's, Schindler's List. List. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's, he's also Gandhi. <laughs> he's also Gandhi. 
<laughs> he's it was a different world. <laughs> he's very good in it. Oscar yeah. Isaac is very good. Uh, the cast is great. Uh, I liked it. It was it was good. Awesome. Uh, not not like I don't think it's not as great as it kind of should be. Uh, like based off like the, the premise and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you know it is kind of like a really it is a true story and it, and it could be really powerful and impactful. Um, yeah, but it was good. Uh, I kind of missed the days when I could look at the movie and be like, "That's not anymore." Little little slight right there. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just remembered something that you didn't mention is in our news today, and I wanted to bring it up because we were talking about streaming services yeah. and stuff, and that's what cued it in my mind. CBS All Access has a new show coming. Oh, it's the Twilight, Twilight Zone, Zone with oh, hosted by Peele Jordan Peele. Peele. I didn't put that on. I was totally that's okay. Yeah. It's Jordan just announced. Peele? Jordan He's Peele is uh, taking the role of Rod released, Serling and hosting the Twilight Zone. They released a teaser that has. Uh, it starts with the. Cla- it's the classic intro and it has Rod like Serling doing the intro and then it like. It goes transitions into, Jordan, into Peele. Jordan Peele doing the intro. I love oh. anthology series and oh. uh, Outer Limits. CBS All Access just got a little bit more appealing. Yeah, to me. I, shit, yeah. it did. Same. Yeah. Oh man, that is so cool. I might legitimately like. So that's that's sorry that popped in my brain. No, you know what? That's a good segue into let's get into the news. Okay. And here's your bread. And your butter. Here's your bread and butter. Okay, okay, not in my ear, thank you. So just to get started, uh, uh, rumors came, about, came out about uh, this this week uh, that the Disney streaming service, which we just talked about, will, be, uh, will have uh, MCU TV shows. We kind of knew about Marvel TV shows already. Um, but this one would, would theoretically star Loki and then another one starring Scarlet Witch. Um, oh. How many days ago was this? A couple. Yeah. Four or five. So much happened this week. So, yeah. so uh, we talked about this a lot. Yeah, we did. You and I got into a it whole thing about it. It was super interesting. Um, I think that... Should have uh, recorded that. We could just plop that in. I think until yeah, until nice. until somebody says that that's not true, I, I'm pretty inclined to think it's true. See, I'm the other way because I'm inclined to think that it's not true unless someone says it is. No, I mean like, I it's, I know what you're saying. On both sides, yeah. I know what you're saying, but because it's because I would agree, but because of how much it got shared around, I think the fact that nobody has gone, that's not a thing. If yeah. there wasn't a big kind of like, budget Star Wars television show in development, I would have less faith that this was actually not my, like this seems more. My real. thing is like, the Loki one would have to be a prequel. Right? We don't know till after Infinity War. I really hope he doesn't you mean come back. Avengers part four. two, yeah, part two, yeah, yeah. I really hope he's it, dead. It could be a prequel between movies, totally. But he like, and, he has such a fan base. He, he, he and I talked about this that there's, there's plenty of room for it to be something that takes place before, and we'd prefer that they keep him dead. Yeah, yes. but um, I think we're all in agreement on that. Yeah, one. but but the thing that appeals to me most is a uh, uh, limited series. Yes, six to eight episodes yeah. is what the rumor says. Tight. Yeah, which I think is great. Um, I think that's a great way to flesh out characters like Scarlet Witch. Totally, she she um, would deserve it. I would like to uh, see her have a show. I'm I'm actually a okay with a Loki one if it was like all about like each episode is kind of covering a time span where we didn't see him, what he was doing behind he's the scenes. He's gone a lot, yeah. Like maybe the time when he's turned into a snake and stabbed Thor. <laughs> not so maybe, much. Maybe not so much that one. <laughs> yeah. But um, like between I know, Thor one and two, or yeah, two yeah. and Ragnarok. Oh yeah, like when he was like uh, when he was supposed to be Anthony. Uh, yeah, when he was supposed to be Anthony Hopkins, Odin in yep. uh, between uh, Dark World and Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Ryan and I talked about this a lot, and and what this could do for the entire universe. for the entire MCU essentially going. Now, forward. who would control this? Would it be Jeff Loeb who controls television? Or well, would the it be rumor Feige? the rumor already followed up and said that Kevin Feige's in control of it. Yeah. If, if and, of course and, that's true. And it's kind of been implied that he'll be moving in on Jeff Loeb's turf essentially. Yeah, I did for the other that. Marvel shows as I did well. Hear, like Disney wants to. Get Marvel Television more, more on board with more. and under Kevin Feige's umbrella, yeah. which kind of says to me, I have a feeling, um, especially because like 
people just asked Jeff Loeb, I think yesterday or today, when Iron Fist season two or another Defender season might happen. And Jeff Loeb basically said, well, the network's kind of the people who are deciding right now. You which mean season means three? he's kind of, yeah, sorry. sorry yeah. Season three. Uh, he's kind of been removed from the communication about it a little mm-hmm. bit. He's Uh-oh. not really into the deep network. And I do have a feeling that they are trying to move Kevin Feige into a more controlled position of some of the television properties. But Feige would have to, Feige moved, like went to Disney to move Marvel Studios away from Ike. Yes. And if he, he was running Marvel Television, he'd have to be under Ike. Maybe not if it's moved over with the streaming service and they give him, yeah, they like it, te- it, you know. Over. Ultimately, if if someone that isn't Ike, who's higher than Ike, says, you know what, we want Kevin running this, like Bob, Iger. and he gets final say. Yeah, uh, I think that's very possible. I think also, I think some of this might have come out. We don't know. I don't know. I'm speculating. Some of this might come out a compromise of Kevin Feige being really upset about the James Gunn thing. Could be. This could be what he gets in return we've for talked standing about, by them. We've talked about it before that James, that he hasn't spoken, he hasn't had a, a, like a public interview since James Gunn's firing. Yeah, right. you're right. Yeah, and so you know this could be like part of what he gets for deciding to go with their decision and, yeah. and like backing them and supporting them. And Feige's because he's not happy. And he's doing the X Men stuff. Happy like, about losing James he's Gunn. Gonna, yeah, he's going to do so X Men stuff. So just give him everything. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. So if he gets television control, that's true for like introducing some of the other new stuff that they're getting from Fox. But I was also saying like you know, um, what if they what if they did an in between two and three for Spider Man, like a a little more of his high school adventures because yeah, you could do that on a limited series that. a lot faster or a way to bridge the Netflix shows for sure. Yeah. If they start the doing thing that. that, really excites me. If this does happen, it's. They will they will do exactly what I want because they do the same thing in the comics. You know, you have your small scale and you have your big scale. You have your big MCU movies. You have the streaming service. We have the middle scale, and then you have the small scale TV stuff, and it's all connected. That's the perfect universe. But and with a, this, this is a good middle gap. Between so for those. something like this, like you talked about, like the scale, yeah. Ant Man is like a television level scale. It's not big. It's, it's not, big not super big. No, but um, I don't think. It because, is pretty. Yeah, because I don't yeah. want them. I don't want them to lose. Because I don't want them to use this as an excuse to like lose the smaller staked films. I, no, yeah, that because, makes yeah. Because I think those create some variety in the yeah. universe. I don't think that's what they'll do. I sound just like side stories for characters who don't have an, who who people want more of. Sure, like, like people love Loki like, so much. They do like five issue minis and yeah, all just the time. that. That's the thing that makes me so optimistic about it is that it's limited series. They're not looking to make long running things about these characters. They're like, we're gonna tell like a a more concise story dedicated to this character who doesn't get a lot of attention in the films because they're not a main player so it could be somebody like it could be the dora Dora we talked about that yeah um for wakanda it could be scarlet witch can be like her whole thing in the comics now like dr strange they all the magicians hang out together they could just have like a mini magician series it could literally just be shuri it could be a way to wow i really hope they call it the mini magician series (laughs) (laughs) it could be a way to build up uh riri you and i talked about that too um so i think i i hope it's true because I think there's a lot more potential yeah. for good storytelling and for ultimately bringing the Netflix shows even closer to being yeah. connected to everything. I and I'm all for Kevin Feige being in control of all the Marvel television stuff at I this mean, point. I mean, I am too. Uh, I think it's important to note that a lot of that a lot of trades are running this as a fact that is happening. It is not. It is still rumor. Uh, but, you know, like we always say, where there is smoke, there's fire. Yeah. This would be a sweet-ass fire, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm already getting that streaming service no matter what. Mm-hmm. But, like, giving me a more Marvel, act, like, good television by Kevin Feige, like, thank you, Lord. Thank you. <laughs> Are you, you religious? Are you religious now? For Kevin Feige, I am. Okay. <laughs> well, then say. let's move on to some comic book news. Oh, Speaking reads, of your lord. Who reads those? Uh, all of us. Oh, okay, cool. Um, Killmonger is getting a comic book. He's my lord? 
<laughs> no, comics I'm are kidding. your lord. I know. I mean, hey, you know Kill what? Lord? He's got a point. <laughs> Is this your king? He's got a point, so yeah. you know. Yeah. No, I actually really like that meme of uh, Michael B. Jordan where he goes like, where you go to other Mexican restaurants outside of California. Yeah. Is this your Mexican food? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Did you see the one with like him holding up Superman? Superman? Oh, yeah. Is this your Superman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I so- quit. So Killmonger <laughs> is getting a five-part miniseries, what we were just talking about, uh, by Brian Edward Hill and uh, Juan Ferreira. Ferreira? I don't know. I Nope. So Brian Edward Hill, is that his name? Yeah. He does Detective Comics right now and he did Black Lightning. Yeah. he was. He's. I think he's also doing Batman and the Outsiders. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because the uh, Detective Comics arc was the Outsiders arc. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. It will follow the story of how... I, this is the what the trade says. I love this. Uh, a story of how a Wakandan called... Nin- Njadaka, I can't, ne- I can never pronounce that one. Yeah, yeah you said right. Later Njadaka. known as Eric Killmonger, was exiled to the United States, transfer- transforming from a promising young ma- mind into a dangerous supervillain. So yeah, uh, kind of this exciting. is so we were talking about Sparks and I like so they're just like incorporating the movie stuff, which is not a bad thing because before that that character didn't really <coughs> have like. As I don't think as much depth as that movie I'm gave him. I'm fairly certain he's dead in current con- yeah? continuity. Yeah, I haven't. I don't. I don't haven't read. Which current is easily, not anymore. Easily retconnable. Of course, yeah. Like I mean, because uh, a lot of characters who have died in the past, they don't use because they were unpopular. They could just be like, they're not anymore. The first Ant Man movie came out, and Darren Cross was back in that first issue. Yeah, and he's been dead for a while. Yeah, yeah. or um, uh, 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 the Defenders used Diamondback, yep. who's been dead for like thirty years. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, um, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, also, some some bad news for me. Charles Soule is yep. ending his Daredevil run with Phil Noto. It's been a long run. Yeah, it's been a long 15, road. I didn't realize. Yep. Uh, I've been really enjoying the show. Uh, but he's ending the show. He's ending the show. He's ending the the <laughs> comic uh, at issue six hundred and twelve. Uh, which will start. It will start in six hundred and nine. The Death of Daredevil arc. He loves uh, killing characters. <laughs> yeah, and it starts in October seventeenth. Uh, he said this, which I love. Uh, a lot of writers in the past have left Daredevil in terrible situations at the end of their runs. Brian Michael Bendis put him in prison for Ed Brubaker to handle. Mm-hmm. Mark Wade, who preceded me, had Daredevil in San Francisco. His secret identity was blown. He wasn't a lawyer anymore. Yep. I had to handle all of that. So I wanted to carry on in the grand tradition of leaving Daredevil in the in the worst spot imaginable, letting the next writer somehow deal with this impossible problem <laughs> that Matt will never get out of. Being dead. <laughs> And I wanted to make mine the biggest one that has ever been done, which was is it? why I'm calling my last arc on Daredevil, Death of Daredevil. Oh, I thought he was going to get married or something. No. <laughs> no, he's been married and then she died. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, Electra. Yes. No. Uh, no. No? Karen. Yeah, she died of a drug overdose. Oh, shit. Yeah. Page. yeah I did not know that. Spoilers. Crazy. Sorry for a 30-year-old comic, guys. It's okay. I, <laughs> no, I mean because it might happen in the show. Oh. Oh, shit. Is she, has she done drugs yet? I don't know. In, in Daredevil one or two, no. you're the one who's most caught up. No, no we've seen Daredevil. Yeah, we've seen. One, but she's been in other shows. Cause she's uh, been in Punisher mm, and everything. No, no, she's fine. I think. As far as I know, she hasn't touched anything. Okay. Bad. She just has. A gun. She's safe for now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm kind of bummed about that. It's gonna be sad to see Charles Soule. I've been really enjoying his Daredevil run, but you know what? Part of me is like, oh, thank God, I could take a comic off my pull list. Right. Yeah. It's always kind of a sad but nice feeling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I read half that run and then I stopped, and not for any lack of quality. It's you know. very good. Yeah. Um, right now, Kingpin is mayor. Yep. Uh, mayor Fisk. And, and then he was. That's my favorite thing. He was like gunned down by the by the hand, and yep. so Matt was mayor for a bit. Yeah. And uh, and then at the end of the arc, uh, Matt hears Kingpin is uh, mayor hears, devil. Uh, <laughs> oh God. Like at the end of the arc, Kingpin's like, "Get out of my chair! You're fired!" Blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Matt's like leaving, and he hears like, "Thank God!" Like something like, "Thank God he didn't know that you rigged the election." And he's just like, "Oh, foggy." Yeah. Foggy. <laughs> and so like now the now the idea is like, 
well, we need to take down Kingpin and prove that he rigged the election. Yep. So I think that's really good. Really good stuff. Um, Phil Noto is my boy. So once this run is over, I'll definitely look back on it because I don't like missing yeah. Phil Noto. He's really good. Yep. Uh, right now, his his twin brother has returned, Mike Murdoch. Oh yeah, he brought was, him back. Yeah. Which that's was, a deep cut. Which was a an arc a long time ago where Ben's looking at me puzzled. <laughs> it was an arc a long time ago where Daredevil's secret identity was about to be revealed, and so he created this alternate personality, Mike Murdoch, who was Daredevil. Oh, yep. okay. Comics are great. So he was Comics. like, it was just an excuse to be a dick. <laughs> yeah. And dick to be devil. not not blind and a dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, I can see that happening. <laughs> yeah, and then he was then he he killed Mike. Like Mike died. Oh shit. So yeah, um, the first issue of the Return of Wolverine came out. Very good. Is it's it? the same creative team as Death Charles of Wolverine, Charles and Steve McNiven. Um, so if he puts that much care into killing Matt Murdock as he did Wolverine, then we're going to have a really awesome comic. So this is cool. Yeah. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Ooh. A comic uh, we are all relatively familiar with. Nope. Nope. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, Sparks, yeah. are you caught up? No. Okay. <laughs> Neither am I. Well, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, as we know, has left Fox. Uh, nope. Has left Dark Horse. Dark Horse. There you go. Fox has moved the license from Dark Horse. Uh, same with Serenity and Firefly. Mm-hmm. And moved it to the same place, Boom Studios. Apparently, there was a possibility that it wasn't going to go to Boom Studios. Uh, but I guess, like. That seems like a good studio for it, though. Yeah, Boom, like, won the bidding wars. Like, either that or IDW, I think, would have gone with The bidding wars of 2018. Yeah. Uh, so, Buffy the Vampire Slayer will be returning uh, uh, to comics with Boom Studios. And Boom plans to release a monthly comic series, uh, plus limited series, graphic novels, and a lot more. Um, they released a teaser image that says uh, high school is hell. Now, that what was strange about this this series is it looks like they're putting Buffy back in high school. I was going to say, didn't they go past all that stuff? Yeah, yeah, it looks like they're putting Buffy back in high school, and she's got a smartphone, which probably means modern day, which probably means reboot. Oh, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm are, okay they, w- are they designed to look like the show? It, it's Sarah Michelle Gellar. Mm-hmm. So it's... Oh, that's, that's weird. That's a weird yeah. reboot. Like, just do some... If you're gonna do that, then don't make them look like they did. Yeah. That's a weird. Yeah, it's Sarah Michelle Gellar. She's got. Uh, it's. I mean, obviously, it's designed to look like Sarah Michelle Gellar. She's got spiky, uh, which is her steak. Yep. Uh, a, 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 it looks like an iPhone XS. Uh, Ooh, and real modern. The new and the the new like Bluetooth earbuds. I would almost. This sounds like mean, but I'd almost be more interested if it wasn't Sarah Michelle Gellar. Now, it was interesting is they did a similar thing with Power Rangers. Power mm-hmm. Rangers set, is set in the modern day, even though it's supposed to be yeah. the '90s Power Rangers uh, characters. Yeah. So you know what? And I I gave that one a shot and I liked it. So yeah. I guess yeah. It, it probably doesn't matter when they said it. Sparks. It's, it's no, audio. I just think it's weird to use the show characters if you're like taking them all not way back to the beginning to and older. rebooting them. Like, why even? Why even use the looks? Yeah. of them? I would love just to see make, like a thirty-year-old Buffy. Like, what is she stuff. doing as like a mom? Make yeah. new stuff. Make new characters. It's I don't probably care. it's probably again like Power Rangers, probably taking the same approach. Which is Power Rangers was like this is after Tommy comes back as the Green Ranger yeah. and uh, comes back to the fold as the Green Ranger, and so it, it is kind of set in the continuity of Power Rangers, like an era that we didn't see. Uh, it doesn't do anything to neglect the continuity, so it looks like or probably it's Draken, Draken, Draken. So it. it so it probably could be like like an unseen era in Buffy's life in high school, Just but now. like modern day. It is weird. Yeah, yeah. I probably won't check it did, out unless it's like. Did really Joss good. Whedon's like whole you know seasons after thing? Did that have a proper ending? Season twelve supposedly was supposed to be the last season anyway. But but it did like properly close everything out. Finale. I assume I haven't heard anything okay. about it though. I might I might check it out if it's good. Yeah, I mean, I'm Buffy's not like my favorite thing or anything. Yeah, I like it. Um, Joss Whedon. Ben loves Buffy. 
No, he loves Stephen <laughs> King. Um, You're correct. He just celebrated his birthday. Did you? Did you say? Did you say happy birthday? Did you text him? Did you text him? I don't have Stephen oh. King's number. Sure? I'll fix that. I'll fix that. I, yeah. He does only give it out to a few select people, but you did Facebook message him about yeah. it. Right? Yeah, <laughs> Matt. Matt posted a, a, just to fill our audience, and Matt posted this thing. It's like Stephen King's seventy first birthday, yep. so I tagged Ben. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you did. That's so good. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> you dick. Anyway, um, the 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 the, the uh, executive editor of Boom Studios, Janine, Janine, Janine. Thank you, mm-hmm. Schaefer. Uh, I remember watching the premiere of Buffy the Vampire Slayer over 20 years ago, and the feeling of em- oh, that hurts a little bit. Yeah, uh, empowerment that came with seeing a girl get to kick ass and have flaws at the same time, and to not apologize for who she was. It's an honor to oversee that world for a new generation, and to bring uh, them that same feeling of knowing your greatest power comes from being true to who you are. Buffy is about love at its core, love for your friends and, and yourself. Vampires. The characters are allowed to be equal parts human and monster, and seeing them struggle to balance those parts of themselves, the same parts of all struggle, uh, we all struggle with, uh, is why it still resonates with audiences of all ages and backgrounds today. I, if this were just old, old, I, my favorite new genre is old man blank. If they just made this old lady Buffy where she's just like 30 or 40, I'm like, that would have intrigued me so much more, to be honest. Is she a lesbian because they made her a lesbian briefly? Hell yeah, she could be. <laughs> Go for it. 2018, baby. The characters are both human and monster. Probably Spike. Spike, Angel. Angel, I guess. But like it implied more of the characters yeah. than like that. Giles is a monster. Didn't you know that? Bruce? Oh no, you know Ripper. He was Ripper, remember? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it works. Whatever. Wesley? He's a dick. <laughs> He's a computer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Giles? God, that, that show got weird. That show got really weird. There's a cheetah at the prom episode. The yeah, Rocketeer. Uh, like an actual cheetah? A cheetah monster. Oh. I had to fight against it in, in uh, movie uh, TV fights. Oh, <laughs> you did. Oh. Did you win? Uh, nope. Not oh, that one. Sh- damn it. The Rocketeer Reborn. Uh, the Rocketeer is seeing uh, a big resurgence lately. We're getting a sequel movie, I believe. Um, Are they actually doing that? Last I heard. Okay. Um, there's been no. It's rumor. There's been no like move on it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so IDW has uh, had kind of a tease that they were going to bring back the Rocketeer, and well, they are. Uh, the Rocketeer Reborn uh, will will be written by Elsa Charretier. Sure. And. What happened to have Bob Smith as your what name? What is this first name? Pierrick. Who is Pierrick? Pierre and Eric put together, all right? They are fusion dance. I'm sorry if you listen. Get a new name. Pierrick. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't tell people that. Let them respect. No, no. Pierrick. I love your name, Pierrick. Colonet. I'm going to say Colonet. Uh, who write who writes Star Wars Adventures and had wrote the Infinite Loop, which is a really good comic. You guys Ooh, should all check that one out. That is a good book. Um, with art art by uh, Javier Pulido. It's gonna be th- oh. Oh, Javier Polito um, did that She-Hulk book with Charles Soule, and the art's interesting. Okay, well, the art looked interesting in the teaser image. Okay, that sounds right. Okay, uh, this is a five-issue miniseries that is set in modern times, eighty years after the original adventures of Cliff Secord. Get a new name, Cliff. <laughs> yeah, Cliff. <laughs> the first Rocketeer. His exploits are all but forgotten and reduced to mere folklore. However, when someone new it's discovers true. the jetpack, it, it sets. <laughs> It sets off another race between those with good and bad intentions to get their hands on it. I got to tell you, I love that movie, but I've only read a few of the comics, and I'd really like to read more Rocketeer, because that is a cool, cool premise. Yeah. yeah. It's, again, I have a, I have a nostalgia for those old kind of, those old-timey, like, heroes. Half-past danger. 
So yeah, half past danger. Uh, What's that? It was almost going to be my oh dead to rights. Dead to rights. <laughs> that was almost going to be my book club next week, yeah. but I, I changed my mind last minute. Uh, what do you guys think? Anyone care about this one? No, I don't, vaguely. I, I haven't seen a good Rocketeer story outside of the movie personally. Yeah. I've never seen a Rocketeer, but it's always been one of those Disney movies where I wanted to watch it. I just don't know anyone who has I it. Don't remember the artist or Sparks, the, do you have it? the writer. Um, there was <sighs> one. There was a train heist that had dinosaurs on it, and it was awesome. Uh, yeah. It's like a cargo. That sounds it's, rad. A, it's like an old cargo uh, Are you uh, train. You're talking about Half Past Danger, Dead to Rights. It sounds like it, right? <laughs> no, it's definitely a Rocketeer because it was one that relaunched like a couple years ago uh, before this relaunch. Um, that book was super fun. Dinosaurs on a train. That's cool. Huh. Yeah. All right. I, I, they weren't worth $11 million either. So take oh, that, Jurassic World. There were I, just more. Don't, I just don't have a lot of faith for anybody to do a good, an enjoyable yeah. Rocketeer story. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't happen that. often. That's true. Yeah. Um, Unless you're going to Sky Captain and World of Tomorrow it for me. Don't say that to don't. me. Oh. It's a great Don't movie. Don't bother doing I want another. It. I want more. Oh, hey, uh, add that to the list of movies I need to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. American classic. I just saw someone. We'll get to this when we talk <laughs> about. It's actually part of the news. Um, some DC things. I was at two thirty in the morning. I have no idea what the, any of this is hey, man, anymore. It's all. It's all gravy. We got some. We got, we got a casting of who is probably going <laughs> to be the big bad of this year's Arrowverse crossover. Uh, Jeremy Davies. Hell yeah. From Lost. Or uh, better known. As Balder from God of War. Oh. Yeah, oh. that's Balder. I texted you guys, Balder. Oh, that's yeah. cool. That, that's why I'm excited for this. Okay. That text makes a lot more sense. That's why I'm excited. Um, he's, he's also great on Justified. He was on Justified. Yeah. And so he has been cast as John Deegan, uh, a doctor at Arkham Asylum for the criminally insane in Gotham City who might just be crazier than the inmates he treats. His machinations will draw Green Arrow, The Flash, and Supergirl to Gotham City. Uh, the speculation is that this is a riff off of John D, who played Doctor, De- who is Doctor Destiny in comics. Mm, I don't, I'm not familiar with Doctor Destiny. His stuff is gonna draw them to Gotham. Machinations. Yeah. Batwoman. Mm. Gotham in Kara's world or Gotham? Gotham it doesn't matter because in... we'll f- we don't know. Oh yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> if it exists in between the worlds, I'm assuming oh. Gotham is in Kara's world currently. See, I, I, yeah, but this kind of makes me believe. Just that because Gotham Batman's in... established there, that's true. Oh, is. that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. So is Oracle. Oracle's established in the Arrowverse though, because they said we, I want to use Oracle, but it was taken. Yeah, yeah. for Felicity. Yeah, that's true. Who knows? Oh. We'll find out on December. Yeah. I'm actually really jonesing for this crossover. Me too. I, me yeah, too. I, mean, I, I cannot wait to see Ruby Rose's Batwoman. I think we're the yeah. only ones who are excited yeah. about Ruby Rose's we'll Batwoman. We'll watch it. Ruby Rose, we are pulling for you. You That's are not awesome. true. There are plenty of people excited about it. I'm just trying to get Ruby Rose on the show, okay? Let's be, <laughs> yeah. let's be it's like we're the only ones. There you go. Um, all, us four. <laughs> okay. Uh, Supergirl. Ruby Rose, your hair was not weird in Meg. I don't even know what Paul <laughs> Shear's talking about. <laughs> Stargirl, I mean, not Supergirl. Stars and Stripes. Stargirl. Uh, has been cast in the uh, upcoming DC Universe uh, original TV show. Breck Bessinger, uh, who was a Nickelodeon star who mm-hmm. I have never heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, she, uh, she uh, Maddie and the Bulldogs? Yes, that's the one. Yeah, I have heard of that. Okay. Um, she, uh, I didn't watch it, but I've heard of it. Jeff Johns had this to say. There is no character in comic books more special to me than Stargirl. That's a lie. It's Wally West. <laughs> After searching far and wide, I can say there is no other actor on the planet that embodies her more than Breck Bassinger. Bassinger. Bassinger? But I don't care. It's kind of rude to that girl who played Stargirl for a brief moment on Legends. But yeah, yeah, seriously. Go on. Or, uh, or this was a Stargirl in Smallville? Yeah, she in was. In an episode yeah. that Jeff yeah. Johns wrote. Uh-huh. Um, Be- Breck's warmth, strength, humor, and positive energy are core to the Courtney Whitmore 
to who Courtney why didn't they just whatever <laughs> um, I'm so grateful she signed up for the role you're so right so this really solidifies it as not part of the Arrowverse um, it just solidifies it as not that world in the Arrowverse could be a sure. world, yeah. mm-hmm. um, <coughs> worlds of DC my Stargirl I know a little bit of Stargirl uh, I know her on Justice League Unlimited with her partner, uh, Stars and Stripes, who's like a robot man yeah. or something. That's the extent of my knowledge. Uh, she is the second gen hero. Her father was part of the JSA. Yeah. Um, which Starman. Stargirl will inspire an unlikely group of young heroes to stop the villains of the past. This Ooh. new drama reimagines Stargirl and the very first superhero team, the Justice Society of America, okay. in an unprecedented and an unpredictable series. Ooh, if we're getting the JSA, that makes me happy. Yeah, that's the one that got yeah. me. All right, I'm on. I'm, I'm in for the JSA. When Smallville introduced the JSA, I'm like, give yeah. me all yes, of Hawkman. Yeah, actually, that's my favorite season. One of my favorite seasons in Smallville is the JSA season. Yeah, yeah I what mean, season they, is that? You know, handled Hawkman great recently. Shut up. So well, don't do that to me. So hey, don't she was me. a barista for six months. Oh, said no. Hawkman. No, I know. Hawkman was is still to this day the shittiest actor I've ever seen them. I'll always remember you like, in a role. I'll a always remember player. Michael Shakes in Smallville. Yeah. No, rest in peace. He, he's alive. The character. Okay. okay. <laughs> Don't put that curse on Daniel Jackson. Sorry, Daniel. Um, a little Stargate humor for you. There, there you go. Uh, we got a first look at Joker. Uh, the the Joaquin Phoenix one, not the various other ones that are in production. Jesus. This is the only one I want. You know what? Look. Okay, so I've been, I've, I'm only speculating. At this point, I can only say that my speculate, my mm-hmm. apprehension mm-hmm. Uh, is because it is Warner Brothers, but- Looking at this stuff, when we get the little footage of seeing seeing him in the makeup, and we see the behind the scenes stuff, I'm like, "Oh, this looks good. This looks disturbing. Yeah, this looks. He, he looks great. He looks like he's putting it all in the, in the role. Yep. You know, wow. They, I think they got something here. The reason I am so stoked because I've said it before, Joaquin Phoenix doesn't pick bad movies. That dude is anymore. Any anymore for the last 15 years yes um he, i wanted i just wanted to bring that up because yeah, he did the village and, and the village more. and i that's even a passable movie i think sure um but like everything he's been in the last like literally 10 15 years he's been really good at and like that dude's an actor's actor like he he doesn't pick movies just to get money he does them because he's interested in them so i really think there's something to the script now if it translates because this is a guy who directed the hangover movies and war dogs and due date or due date robert downey jr yeah. yeah um so his movies are hit or miss, but uh, everything surrounding it, like Mark Maron's in it, Zazie Beetz is in it, De Niro's in it. Like I'm so on board for everything about this movie. I remember I was listening to a podcast. I'm not going to name, name the podcast, but they were saying that the reason why they're looking forward to Venom was because they're Michelle Williams, Tom Hardy, Riz Ahmed, people, great actors who picked, who are like, well, there's got to be something here that we're seeing that that they see that we're not seeing. I've seen footage of that movie though. Yeah, that movie looks like shit. That looks like bad. So I do want to, I do want to say like, you know, there is always the times where this. Probably that you know they they trick good actors, but the, you where know, where great good. actors pick something and you know Mickey Rourke was Whiplash but, for a reason. Yes, that's and true. Mickey Rourke is pretty choosy about what he'll do. Also, that movie got cut the shit apparently. Right, but so, that's what I mean is yeah. that you know stuff can go on beyond the actor's terms. Yes. So as as much as like something might be great when it's on paper mm-hmm. and how it's set up. Doesn't mean it's always going to translate that way. That's 100% Warner true. Brothers. Warner Brothers is certainly a studio that gets yeah. real grabby and handsy. They when can it make gets close a, to release. a perfect, you know, two-hour epic gritty crime drama, and then the studio comes and saying, "Oh no, we need to make this like PG-13 and boring." Like that's totally feasible. Just like Venom. Yeah, which exactly. Is, which is more what's making me nervous right yeah. now about that's, Joker. Exactly. That's why I'm nervous about Joker. Yeah. Because not because of the people involved, because it does look what we're saying looks good. Yeah. I mean, Snyder is na- uh, Scott Snyder is name checked in this one. There's a lot of yeah. There's um, like the map thing that was great. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, 
the studio could still come in and like su- I always said, the Suicide Squad was cut to shit. Like mm-hmm. I think su- I think there was a better cut of Suicide Squad that exists. I think no, there's shit better than Suicide. I know Squad. we're gonna talk about like, it later, but there's shit. definitely a better cut of uh, the recent Predator too, based on those set images you and I were looking. Oh, at. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The new one. Mm-hmm. Oh, we were looking at it. We'll talk. We'll about talk it about it. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, the Joker versus Harley. Oh, so you guys wanted to talk. Hold that up, son. Oh, yeah, you but say anything about the Joker? Sorry, ben. no. Yeah, go I'm for so it. I'm so sorry, Ben. I just we just got to get through this so fast. Ben, go what do you think? You got to chime Phoenix in, my man. The Joker. Yeah. Well, Walking Phoenix. I was actually not impressed when I first saw the makeup. Interesting. And because I guess I'm just so ingrained with the, what the Joker like looks like. Even when I first saw Jared Leto, I was saying, "Yeah, that's a Joker. That's not the Joker I like." Mm-hmm. Or even when I saw Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger, I'm like, "Yes, that is the Joker." Mm-hmm. But when I saw when I saw Walking Phoenix, I thought. That's just a clown. But then I was talking to Ryan earlier today saying how he wasn't the Joker. He was just a dude, a gangster, effing people up in the head in a clown costume or clown makeup. I'm like, you know what? No, that actually fits. The description for the movie, which it could, of course, change, but it's supposed to be like a realistic crime drama that happens to feature people who might be superheroes or supervillains. Did you – one of the set photos that that really got me on board, it wasn't necessarily that first thing that we see him smiling and then then frowning, which Mm -hmm. was good. What got me was he was wearing the the clown mask on the train, doing something, probably causing some trouble, and then as he's leaving, the people are beating the people on the train. He rips it off, off, and and he's laughing. And he's laughing. I'm like, oh, you got me. That's what got me, dude. You got me. That sounds awesome. Because after I was talking yeah. to Ryan, because of course we. Do you hear- know what that reminds me of? The Dark Knight. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Actually, yeah, it did. It did remind me of that of the if Joker's. See, like Heath Ledger's, like, if it's just that movie, but all him, like, oh my god, just give it to me, please. Don't mess yeah. it up. Yeah, but now after talking, he was like, you know what? No, I'm actually, I could, I'll give, I'll give this a shot. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't fit this movie for him to get bleached skin. Yeah, and, like, it wouldn't. It, it wouldn't. He's that, like, he's just sometimes people looks go like crazy. He's got the green hair though. Yeah, yeah, but that could just be straight paint or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't. Yeah. For some reason, like the moment that the first image of him in the makeup came out, I was like, "That's pretty much exactly what I expected." Yeah, I didn't mm. expect anything different. Yeah, same. Yeah. I dig it. Uh, Joker versus Harley. You guys want to touch on this one? Oh, yeah. Boy. So um, the the writers for Joker versus Harley, which, which is, is apparently what it's called, is j- their script anyway that they turned in is called Joker versus Harley. Stupid as hell. Yeah. Um. They they were talking about like oh we don't know when it's going to happen you know this is on warner brothers q slate they have the full script we've turned it in so they'll get to decide on it and they made a couple of comments about it saying how it's like a combination between this is us and bad santa um so like all the all the heavy relationship tones of this is us but with the effed up people involved like bad santa and then they uh proceeded to describe the opening scene which they think is great and fantastic and one of the fun funniest things they've ever written i've is, not read this so you're gonna is, love it is oh. harley quinn kidnaps dr phil and yes they're hoping to actually cast dr phil at the beginning because her and the joker are having relationship issues and the last movie dr phil i remember being in was what ben scary movie four yeah with shaquille o'neal yeah. to be fair dr phil showed up on crazy ex-girlfriend and it was pretty good okay okay <sighs> so that's not inherently the problem the problem is the the whole intent that's behind this choice. And the fact that they're bragging about it, like it's some brilliant opening. I think Stop brains. making the Joker-Harley relationship a thing. It is abusive on purpose. Yeah. It is meant to be It is meant to be something that we should look Hashtag at. Hashtag relationship goals. It's not supposed to be. It's, it's, I hate. Yeah, it's gross. And I talked about it on the Suicide Squad commentary. I hate how gross this relationship has become. It's like, oh, they, they just love each other. No, no he hates don't. her. He hates her. And the relationship. He, he and the her. idea is that she's supposed to realize that. And she grows and becomes a better character. Yes. yes. And she did before 2011. Yeah, sorry. Now she's just Deadpool. <laughs> she was great in the first series. Check yeah. out that first series, Prelude and Nocturne. It's great. Yeah, dude. Um, all right, well, let's move on. 
Yeah. Avatar The Last Airbender is getting a live action series. Yeah, it is. I Alert the fandom. Yes. <laughs> My fandom. Uh, <laughs> open the gate. Open yeah. the live ga- action. Close the, the gate. gate. <laughs> it's done by the original creators. Open the little gates. <laughs> open the little That's like the funniest thing. <laughs> that is the best way. freaking yeah. meme, that uh, version of that meme I've seen in a very now, long time. Let me get through the news first yes. because I, I think a lot of people are kind of like Shyamalan. Uh, when, when they first hear this, Shamalama Ding Dong. When they first hear this, <laughs> however, so this is Netflix. Netflix is developing a live action series. The, the show ended ten years ago this mm-hmm. year, actually. Ah. Fact. Yeah, um, we got Cora. It is by yeah, but, old. but dude, ten years ago, man. I know. It is by the original series creators of Brian Nope and Michael DiMartino. Yeah, Michael DiMartino and Brian. So Brian Nope, it's Brian Nope. <laughs> you got to okay? get these people their no, names. I can pronounce his name. I know I can. Konietzko. Kon- Konichiwa. No, nope. that was racist. I'm that, sorry. No, that was horrible. I, I can't. I can't. I'm looking over to look at his thing, but I can't find it. So let's yes. just roll with it. All right. He knows who he is. Um, I know who he is. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm terrible with names, as I've demonstrated for 112 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, they said we are thrilled for the opportunity to helm this. I want to read the statement. It's a good yeah. statement. Yeah. We're thrilled for the opportunity to helm this live action adaptation of Avatar: The Last Airbender. We can't wait to realize Aang's world as cinematically as we always imagined it to be, and with a culturally appropriate non-whitewashed cast. You might as well like highlight that bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a once-in-a-lifetime chance to build up everyone's great work on the original animated series and go even deeper into the characters' story, action, and world building. Netflix is wholly dedicated to manifesting our vision for this retelling, uh, and we're incredibly grateful to be partnering with them. Now, just to be clear, this is going to be Netflix's uh, animated division working on this one. Um, Melissa Cobb, Vice President of Kids and Family Content at Netflix. Uh, we are committed to honoring Brian and Mike's vision for the retelling and are thrilled to support them on ch- creating a live-action event series bringing Aang's epic world of elemental magic to life for global audiences on Netflix. Hell yeah. So this is pretty good. Um, open I, the gate a little. I'm open for it. I do have apprehensions, though. Yeah. Uh, as you said before, Ryan, you know, what's the point of doing anything? And that is true. What is the point, really? Uh, <laughs> a little still uh, existential uh, crisis here. No. Yeah. Um, but I always feel like if you're going to do a retelling, if you're going to do an, an- if you're going to do an annotation, you want to bring something new to the table that you couldn't do in animation. Now, theoretically. But you wouldn't be able. You would be able to do more with Avatar specifically in animation, yeah. uh, because you don't have to worry about sets or creating special effects, or you can use all these characters more. So the, the idea, like we always wanted it to be live action, I feel like Avatar: The Last Airbender is a perfect series. It is. So mm-hmm. if you, I just hope. The thing and I'm they sure said. that they will. I'm sure that they will. I just hope they bring something new, something unique to this new retelling, so that you can show to me what, or not to me, but like, so you can show to the audience why this deserved to be retold in live action. The thing that they, they said event series, so yes. that, that makes me think it's not going to be a 26 episode live action, Certainly all not. three books. It's going to be condensed all the important stuff, but add some real human emotion. Not that you can't have emotion in the animation, obviously, but like seeing real characters go through the real emotions is very different than animation. Sure. So I think the event series thing, it'll be t- maybe 10 episodes, you know, eight episodes, whatever they want to do, really condense it, get to the core of what that story is about. Uh, give them I the budget. Think, I still think they'll do a book one, book two, book three. No, 100%, oh, yeah, but yeah. you don't need 26 episodes. Because they're, no, yeah. yeah. they're doing that for Dragon Prince. Yeah. And you sure as hell don't need the Great Divide episode. We can all agree we hate that episode, right? It's, it's been a while. So I don't remember. It's been a while. After the last time I've been in Great Divide where they go through the canyon. You can't say that twice and then expect <laughs> us to remember it the second <laughs> I, time. <laughs> I don't hate that episode, Ben. Really? I don't hate that episode. Okay. I've seen animes with way worse filler episodes, my true. man. Very true. <laughs> yeah. The worst uh, Avatar episode is still I find, better. I find the whole lesson behind it interesting. Yeah. It was a good attack. 
Okay. There you go. Yeah. Like I said, I just feel like here. Hold on, Brandon. Take yeah. my hand. Okay. Here we go. Take take both my hands. Your take hands. my freedom. I want to take you back a long time ago. Sure. Two thousand and four. The Shyamalan movie came out. <laughs> I want you to remember when just the trailer came out. Okay. How you felt. How you felt. Yes. That's why there needs to be a Netflix show. Because that can't be the legacy of a live action avatar. <laughs> we can't end it there. Just bury it. It can't stay there. <laughs> bury it. Yeah. You need to remember what it felt like the, the first time we saw Oppa in live action. Oh. Opa, remember. No, before they did, did it wrong. Oh. Ong, Opa, Soka, yeah. Eero. Yeah, I saw that movie at midnight with all my homies, and that entire theater was like throwing popcorn at the screen. It was terrible. I saw that movie for free on Netflix, and, and you I still s- want your money back. <laughs> hey, dude, I, I wanted- want my subscription back. Yeah. No, I want Netflix as a t- as a as a service is tainted because I've seen this. I wanted to go to the nearest store and buy the entire series of Avatar just to cleanse myself of yeah. that sin of watching Shyamalan's Last Airbender. Like I said, um, I'm totally open to this. We've said before, anything can be good. I just hope that that this is unique. And can show and can be like, this is why we wanted to retell it in this format. Because as an animation, you could do more in animation than you could do in live action. My my, like wild speculation was that if this is successful, then that gives net that gives them, uh, free reign to do an animated sequel or whatever they want with the series it on Netflix. The, it opens the floodgates. Really, uh, yeah. that Kiyoshi movie that we talked about yeah. not too long ago, yeah. live action. Yeah. Just saying. I I, I was actually thinking I would love to see like um uh. Uh, who was the the fire avatar? Oh, oh, Roku. Roku. Uh, I was I was like, the service. No, yeah. um, I would like <laughs> to see a, a Roku live action series. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah. Like um, if this does well, uh, then it could definitely, like you said, open the floodgates for it's so much. Also, more. it's also worth pointing out that there's nothing that said that right. There's nothing that said this is directly adapting. That story. they said retelling. It's retelling. the retelling. Right, so it's Aang a retelling. Story. It's mm-hmm. a retelling of Aang's story. Yeah. Okay. Probably this could be before he goes in the ice. That'd be oh. interesting. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I Again. mean, maybe not not only that. They might go into book one, two, and three, but I'm just saying, like, there could be, like, we could be seeing more of before yeah. the world went wrong. Right. Like I said, as long as you do something, if you're doing the same thing, I don't see the point, but if you're doing something new, something different, something unique, I'm in. Like when Katara, like the first episode is Katara and Sokka opening up the iceberg and then saying, um, hundred years ago, the four nations of blah 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 blah. That beautiful monologue. But here's the thing that kind of scares me a little bit. Did you see the thing? Oh, sorry. No, you go first. I want to say this thing later. Um, as happy and as hopeful as I am that the original creators are working on this in live action and the original composer and the original composer. That's great. Oh, thank God. I'm still scared yeah. because things like this have happened before. Yeah. I know they have. I can't think of a live, live action movie. <laughs> yeah, but a live action movie with the original creators have worked on it before, yeah. and the product came out shit. Green Lantern had. Jeff Johns involved. <laughs> yeah. Did, yeah. yeah. As so, I like point out. Yeah. as I mean, Netflix saying we're gonna put money into this, and it's gonna be long. It's not gonna be just a two-hour shit show like the like Shyamalan was, but it's gonna be elongated, and we're gonna have more story element to it. And they're still not telling us everything. It could be Aang's story before the story where he traps himself in the ice. It could be a complete retelling of the original series. We don't know this, so I'm still hopeful, but I'm also walking on tiptoes like I'm on thin ice because mm-hmm. I want to tread through it, this with hope. But I am also I've been burned before. It's so beloved, we love it so much. Yeah, where where I'm at is 
it can't possibly be worse. That is true. That is true. You are true. You are right. You are absolutely right. It can't be worse. Whatever happens, it's going to leave a better taste in my mouth than that. That is very true. Did you see? So speaking about how worse. Talking about like the fake letters. Yeah, the fake letters that just came out. Like the thing. The thing is like so in the intro for the original show, it's actual Chinese lettering, and then the intro like fire water and stuff. Intro for the movie, it's. Just it's fake, fake it's, a, it's fake gibberish. And, it's oh, gibberish. That's right. That's like the most simple. That's like that's just because they because oh. the cool thing about it, you I, just copy, copy yeah. paste. One yeah. of the things I loved about Avatar: Last Airbender, it wasn't just like they put all Asian culture yeah. into that show. Like you know I, I, a live I, action movie, make it white. I think that, I the, that. that that line, the non whitewash line, is a slight to the movie. Oh, of course 100%. it is. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, I I love how um, you know, fans basically punished Shyamalan for years yeah. until he got his act Shame. together. <laughs> yeah, he was he was spookies. shamed out of movie making for a while. And then he came back with the visitor like, okay. All right. And then Split were like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Gla- go back to your best yeah. movie. Yeah. And now Glass. And yeah, now Glass yeah. looks actually pretty good. Yep. Uh, well, speaking of things nobody needed, uh, Space Jam is getting a okay. remake or Come a on and slam again. And welcome to the jam. Yeah. You know what? I'm actually with you on this one, Brandon. This is the... M- okay. I am with you on this one that we do not need this. Anything can be good. Yes. I want to be clear. Yes. Uh, this feels very misguided. Mm-hmm. Like, Space Jam is is beloved by a certain generation because of nostalgia alone. It is People m- who love Nikes and Doritos and Taco Bell. Or mean power. It is not a good movie. Yeah. I... We'll say this, and I'm proud to say it, what? but when Space Jam came out, yeah. I took my mom to see it to the, in the theater yeah. twice yeah. because I love the Looney Tunes. And I you was paid ju- for your mom's ticket as a child? No. Well, my, I Your mom my, took you? Your my mom, mom drove was, you? My mom was kind enough to take me to see this movie okay. twice. Yeah. Wow. I'm just, kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> my mom loves me. <laughs> no, I know. No, go I, for it, You were a child you when Space Jam yeah. came out. I was, just isolate that sentence in this conversation. My mom loves me, all right? Like that. Wow. Where did we go? I don't know. That's so much No, I'm just imagining like you as like, like like a five-year-old driving to the theater and toots please that's all no um oh space jam. yeah space jam was one of my favorite movies as a kid because i mean i was in first grade when that movie came yeah, out dude. i saw michael jordan and freaking bugs bunny on the screen together and then i started watching the chicago bulls and i became a bulls fan you kind of think when you're a kid that michael jordan might be a good actor and then yeah. you watch it as your adult, you're like, nope. no, no. <laughs> and then of course, that movie is nostalgia alone. Yeah. Well, funny thing is, after that movie came out, the Bulls won the NBA Finals yeah. in like '96. Well, and let's get into the news. Actually, yeah, into the news. But oh. seeing this, what? Oh. I didn't get to talk about Space Jam. Oh, you want to talk about Space Jam? For yeah, me? I want to okay. come on and I slam. We, I thought we come were on and welcome okay. to the jam. the jam. Yeah. Uh, God, I, I have no interest really in a Space Jam movie. Yeah. I do want another Looney Tunes movie. Same. Yeah. So because of Same. that, because the Looney Tunes are not a problem with the Space Jam movie. No. The Looney Tunes hold up. Yeah. Well, the bunny, my first crush. Um, uh, I, I was gonna say, like, uh, the, yeah, the sequence, I get. It. No, the sequence of. <laughs> what are you into, Brandon? <laughs> the sequence of um, Judy Hopps. Um, oh shit! The sequence of <laughs> uh, Bugs and Daffy going to get Michael's. Special oh, shorts yes. with, the, with, the with, the, with the dog. Yes. Yeah, I still I think that's funny for them. Yeah. Like the Looney Tune stuff, I love. Hey, mm-hmm. is Wayne Knight coming back anyway? Um, <laughs> uh, while I'd rather have a a more back in action type movie again. Yeah, yeah. I'm optimistic about the Looney Tunes. I'd yes. like to yeah. see more of the Looney Tunes again in a movie. All right. Well, uh, 
Ryan Coogler has been atta- has attached himself as producer of the film, mm-hmm. Black which Panther is interesting. Director. Black yeah. Panther was very interesting. Uh, LeBron James uh, has is official. He is attached. Uh, we've kind of heard of him as a rumor for quite some quite some time. Yeah. it is LeBron James' starring vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, He's not the one who won the Oscar, right? No, that's Kobe that's Bryant. Kobe, Kobe Bryant. I, Funny, I believe is, Blake Griffin was attached to it before as yeah, well. But Blake, he, yeah. Blake Griffin, well, then he kind of fell on the radar, and then LeBron popped Took up. Took it over again. Yeah. Uh, well, he had this to say about uh, Ryan Coogler. I loved, Come on, it's Slayer! No, he didn't say that. Yeah. Uh, I loved his vision for Black Panther, uh, and he mentioned to THR uh, that when he was a kid, there were no black superheroes. Yep. Uh, so for Ryan to be able to bring that to kids, it's amazing. Uh, that's actually kind of sweet. Yeah. 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 Terrence Nance... Uh, will be directing. He wrote. He he, he uh, directed a random act of flyness for HBO. Never okay. heard of it. LeBron James had this to say about him: uh, the Space Jam collaboration is so much more than just me and the Looney Tunes getting together and doing this movie. It's so much bigger. I just love for kids to understand how empowered they can feel and how empowered they can be if they don't just give up on their dreams. And I think Ryan did that for a lot of people. You know, yeah. hearing that, I'm actually kind of down because LeBron James actually has been, even after he moved from, sorry, a little sports rant, from Cleveland to Los Angeles. We're talking about LeBron James. You can talk about sports rant. This okay. is the literally only time yeah. that happened. <laughs> no, but he actually has finished building some schools in Akron, Ohio. LeBron is a legitimately right, really great person. Yeah, yeah. which, I mean, it's funny because I'm kind of on the fence about him as a basketball player, but he is a, he is a great player. Yeah, me too. His, uh, his dribbling was not that... Uh, yeah, when he made that touchdown, man, let me tell you. <laughs> well, he actually. Well, this guy actually played basketball for a short while, so I. We'll listen to him when he talks about yeah, basketball. Dribble and yeah. oops. Yeah. <laughs> no, but three I'm, points. As yes. a person, I'm like, you know what? I think LeBron James could do this because at first when I heard LeBron, I was thinking, why just not do Kobe Bryant? I've seen him in more movies than I've seen Michael Jordan. True. I just, I just wonder, is it so hard to just make, get like a good black actor? Yeah. And just but pretend a sports, he's the sports guy. Yeah, but like this. What are they marketing? The lo- reason why the reason why Space Jam happened was because there was a really successful Nike ad with yeah. with Michael Jordan and Looney Tunes. Why is this one happening? Because you want the basketball to be good. Yeah, for True. the basketball Th- fans. That's actually a good point. Yeah, you're um, not a basketball fan. Also, we got our I can't judge be. that. I could be. Space no, Jam you came can't. out. You gave up on that I did. when we were children. So this is a movie for children. Yes. So this is not really. And our And we market. will all go see it and probably 100%. review it. Well, also a lot of diehard Laker fans are going to see it because LeBron. Well, even LeBron fans are going to see it because yeah. of LeBron. Watch this movie make a billion. It probably will because hey. you got LeBron James, who is a huge marketable person, and also yeah. the Looney Tunes, and we are nostalgia fiends. Yeah. We will and go see nostalgia. Spark said it himself, like. Like we haven't had like a li- li- live action, we haven't had a Looney Tunes movie in a long time. Mm-hmm. So like, if this is our way to get our uh, like younger kids to see Looney Tunes and why they're great, yeah, a hundred percent on board. Now I know I said it earlier we do not need this. However, no. I am not mad that we are getting it. Anything can be good. Yeah. Yes. Remember, well, we, all, attached- we all didn't think Teen Titans go to the movies would be as good as it was. Yeah. And you know, like, I don't think the Coogs, as I as I call him because we're bros, uh, I don't think he would put his name on this if he wasn't like. Thinking this was gonna be something that was like worth making, sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that dude like only made like Oscar quality movies, and he did like this is Even like one Black of the first. Panther is being is being Fruitvale Station and Creed. Also, yeah. those are all great movies. Hey, and the, does, if this means I can go out to the store and buy a Bugs Bunny Toon Squad jersey again, oh, do the Hell merchandise. Yeah, merchandise. Do that ben, now, Ben. The, the Space Jam merchandise is still out. I know. I saw the Halloween oh, yeah. store. I but I want one that no, says... No, not be- in the Halloween store. I'm talking like the Nike store oh. still have still have Space Jam merchandise. You're shitting me. I have some. Yeah. You've seen my shirt. Yeah, there's going to be so much oh. more. Now, is this going to be the most disgusting product placement movie of all time? Like when Wayne Knight's going, let me get those Doritos and your Nikes and your, your Mountain Dew. No, <laughs> like, okay. I don't think so. I, yeah, there's still, they, uh, Nike still sells a shirt that has Bugs Bunny and the Michael Jordan... I, Jordan I would oh, not. The, the I would pose? not be surprised if somebody 
we have gone through this a very long time. I would not be surprised if this all came about because somebody was like, hey, you know, what if Space Jam was good? <laughs> no, like really, yeah. that might yeah. actually be what's behind it. We can't know for sure. So, like, because like the, the the final basketball, like like I was gonna call it a fight. The final uh, game. match game with uh, Bill Murray. Yeah. Oh, God, oh man, listen. <laughs> oh man, if this Bill is not the time to talk this much about Space Jam, <laughs> guys, Bill Murray has to be in this movie. Can we do a commentary on Space Jam <laughs> after Super Mario Bros? Yes. Yes. Okay. Can okay. we do a commentary on the Bugs and Daffy commentary of Space Jam? <laughs> <laughs> There's a oh, yes. Meta. Yes. Oh. All right, let's move on. Yes. Uh, PlayStation Sony Video game time. has announced that yeah. they are that they are going to be releasing a PlayStation Classic, mm-hmm. uh, following off the heels of the NES Classic and the yep. Super Nintendo Super Classic. Couldn't yeah. be any less original. Nope. Uh, so uh, it's going to be their own mini retro console out December third, just in time for the holiday season, uh, at a hundred dollars uh, retail. Yep, will come with twenty quote legendary titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ones that we know of right now are Final Fantasy VII, Obviously. Tekken Three, Wild Arms, Jumping Flash, yep. Ridge Racer Four. Other titles will be announced soon. So this is the really funny thing that game comes out in a couple months and they still haven't locked down all the licensing for the rest of the games mm-hmm. yeah that's why they haven't been announced yet yeah so if they don't have like classic games like Metal Gear Solid or like Soul Calibur not Soul Calibur uh, Soul Tekken. Calibur. Tekken's on there right Tekken 3 is on yeah. there but I was talking about Crash Bandicoot Spyro the Dragon yeah. but uh, however those games have those uh, games are masters. coming out exactly but that's, you should still have those so like mm-hmm. some of these games are not I don't think they will some of these games are not the games you really want no. so like if you don't have like the peak PlayStation games like I like if you Metal Gear is like a PlayStation like staple. Yes. If you don't have Metal Gear on here, like what's the point? Gran Turismo. The, the other thing is that I think unlike the Nintendo uh, stuff that they did, it's really easy to still get a PlayStation Two and yes. play yeah. PlayStation. 1 also, games. they sell yeah. PS One games hard. on the store. Mm-hmm. Right. It's yeah. not hard yeah. to do this. And uh, also, this actually, although this did spark the rumor that Nintendo will be releasing an N sixty four classic. What? Sparked a rumor that yeah what. <laughs> <Ba-da-ba-ba-da>. <laughs> A but rumor has started that uh, <laughs> that Nintendo will release an N64. They plugged classic. it. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my which I, I would actually want because Star Fox. Yeah. Yeah. True. But here's my thing about the PlayStation Classic because obviously their big focal point is like, hey, we're gonna be sell- well, this game's gonna come uh, come with Final Fantasy, well, Final Fantasy VII. But another thing, while I was reading the article, you have to buy a separate power ad- adapter for. Yes. It. Okay. So here's here's more about the news. Uh, so Sony is going to emulate the original packaging as much as they can. Um, each each unit is going to come with an HDMI cord and a USB cable uh, and two original pre DualShock controllers. Which a lot of people are not happy about. No, I'm not happy about it because here's <laughs> yeah. the reason why. One of my favorite games for the PlayStation 1 was Ape Escape. I have Ape Escape. That's the and exact that reason, dude. requires a DualShock controller. It, then Ape Escape can't be on this. Exactly. Um, maybe you can, so, okay, maybe you can help me understand what this one's saying. Ben. Yeah. You will have to buy a compatible USB-AC adapter not included to use the console. What does that mean? It means, okay, so you know how you have your iPhone charger? Yes. That. Without the cable. Got it. So essentially, you're probably so you can't plug this in. No, you can't. You this get is a what? Dumb so move. It, so say someone, some poor kid gets this on Christmas morning, and he wants to play it, and the parents forgot to buy the power adapter. He can't plug it in. It's like the NES Classic. You just plug it right into your TV. That's the just, thing. It's just yeah. HDMI. My right? NES, I could plug it into my TV. This is Because it comes with the pa- all the stuff. Sony's out to get your wall. money. You could plug it into the wall to get the power, and yep. you could plug it into your TV, and then boom, you could play retro video games. Why isn't it just a plug? Because they're they're mean. Because I don't know why. That's the thing. Are you charging this? Yes. <laughs> no, I mean like charging. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> charging for this. You're, you're <laughs> yeah. not. The funny thing is there was actually a PS, well, they called it the PS1, which yeah. was portable. Yes. It, it had a little screen on it. Yeah, you had, had a one. little screen. Yeah. You could play that You could play that anywhere. That was chargeable, I think. Okay, well. I could be wrong. So, Will you guys be getting this for your kids come come Christmas? Time? I don't think the so. Because I don't have now. No. I mean, no. for an HDTV, sure. Maybe but for I, the PlayStation 2 Classic. 
<laughs> that is like the best catalog of games and it lasted 10 years. Like I don't know how they can pick like 20 games. I don't think they can. No. But uh, I'm it's con- all Metal Gear. <laughs> not only that, it's um cuz the N- Super Nintendo Classic that was 80 bucks, right? But that came with two controllers. This well, is like, you know, hun- it's a little more updated. Yeah, but this like, one's 100 this one's 100 bucks and plus can surcharge of the And you have thing. to get another you're, uh, Yeah, well, if you on this. It's cheaper than a console. It is, but it's also a 25-year-old console yeah. that we've all had to play these games before. We can get for cheaper somewhere next, else. I'll round on this another time. we got to get yeah. moving. What's next? Um, Kingdom Hearts 3 released a new trailer for Big Hero 6. Oh, god damn it. I, I don't want to walk away and hear you say, please, oh, baby. I'm going to rant some more about this. Ryan, give me my Keyblade. That's right over there. I no, can't. Don't, too far. don't actually right. do this. Yeah, please don't actually do that. Well, so, see, Star Wars isn't in it yet, so I can't use the Force. Right. So, Sparks. Yeah. You be- that Big Hero 6 stuff is effing awesome. Yeah, it is. It looks real good. Uh, yeah. I love the look of it. I can't wait to run around San Francisco. I'm San so Francisco glad that they finally really showed us something from Big Hero 6 because yeah. that one was announced years ago. Years yeah. ago. Before Frozen. Like before, four years ago. Before Pirates. Like We heard about it a long time ago. Yeah, we did. And, and hadn't seen anything yet. I mean, to, um, act, to actually, I mean, even the design of the <clears> Keyblade <throat> that you get in San Francisco looks really good. I hope we're still getting the, the Heartless Bay Mask. Baymax. Baymax. It has yeah. to be like a boss. It has. He to be. I hope he's, so. I'm pretty sure he's the the like well, end of world that's, boss. Well, that's what they said is mm-hmm. that that would be a thing. I just I hope that's still true. I hope they right. didn't like, want to decide that. not to do that. Yeah. Right. And we got some more story snippets, like possibly Return of Roxas, maybe. Yeah. Who's a fan favorite for some Kingdom reason? Hearts two. Um. Yeah, dude. Uh. As much as like we don't want pirates again, like Davy Jones. Davy Jones looks, looks sick, and that's my favorite thing about that franchise. Davy Jones. So like, I'm I'm alright with that. I am so hyped for this game. Yeah, dude. I cannot wait to play it. I'm so happy it's finally. So coming. Resident Evil Two HD, which is my favorite Resident Evil game, comes out the 25th, uh-huh. and then Kingdom Hearts 2 comes out the 29th. Oh, and my birthday is the 28th. We're so screwed. I got a nice little sandwich. Oh. Wait, wait, the 20. What was it? The 25th of 20, January. 2022. No, no, Resident Evil 2 HD remake. Oh no, I mean Kingdom Hearts 2022. Oh, shut up! No, shut it's up! No, it's real. I dude, it's real, man. They released cover art. There's pre-orders. It's real. My fandom books. My fandom. All right, it's actually happening. All right, uh, yeah. Some bad news. Uh, Telltale Games. Yeah, dude. Uh, going out. 225 employees laid uh, off. Lost their jobs. No severance packages. Yeah. Their health insurance ends next week. Yeah. Like they're, people they're, on Twitter, they're f- keeping 25 employees. Telltale Games crew. was in uh, just to finish off what they've been doing. Telltale um, was working on Walking Dead, which they'll release one, one more episode. One more episode, but not finish the final. That's, it was called the final season. That's it's only going to have two up, episodes, dude. and that's, that's so it. messed up. They announced a couple months ago that they had the Stranger Things license, yep. and they they never going to do. They're not going to do nope. that, and they have a Wolf. skeleton crew finishing out Minecraft. Minecraft, which is, which is a TV show, yeah, on 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 Netflix. No, it's it's a it's a it's like a story it's called story Minecraft game. story mode. It's like no. a Telltale game with Minecraft. I thought it was on Netflix. No, no. It's, Are you it, sure? They might have something yes. on Netflix, but it's not. T- I play the Minecraft story mode game. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's a game that came out. Um. Well, yeah, it's too bad. Uh, uh, I played almost every single one of those games except the newest Walking Dead season, and I think that Batman one's really good. I think that Game of Thrones one's really good. Like this is this like came out of nowhere for everyone, and it's no. really tragic. My actual personal favorite of the Telltale games was Fables: The Wolf Among Us. Wolf Among Us is awesome. That dude. is amazing. Well, and it feels like like when it first started, Telltale Games doing all this was like uh, okay, 
with Back to the Future and Jurassic Park. Those but were then, fine. But then it took off with The Walking, Walking Dead. Walking Dead was and, a huge success. And Wolf Among Us and all of that. And I'm like, wait, how did this happen? Doesn't Telltale also develop all the Lego games? No, that, no, no, no. That's, that's another T. That's Traveler's T-T. Tales. Yeah. 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 Traveler's Tales, uh, yeah. How did this happen? Uh, so, <laughs> Mismanagement. So they, said, so they said it's been an incredibly difficult year for Telltale. Uh, this is a statement that they released. Uh, as we work to set the company on a new course. Unfortunately, we ran out of time trying to get there. We released some of our best content this year and received a tremendous amount of positive feedback but ultimately that did not translate to sales. With a heavy heart, we watch our friends leave today to spread our brand of storytelling across the game industry. It's so unexpected. Somebody yeah. somebody bought an island. Yeah. <laughs> and, did, and didn't tell anyone yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, That's a, it is, That's a it real is big bummer. Yeah. Too bad they they will finish up what they've what they've already are putting out but yeah. but they won't finish that final season of Walking Dead that and that's sucks. a huge bummer Netflix had this to say about it uh, we are saddened by the news that about Telltale Games they, they developed many great games in the past and left an incredible mark on the in the industry Minecraft Story Mode is still moving forward as planned we mm. are in the process of evaluating other options for bringing the Stranger Things universe to life in an interactive medium mm. so Netflix looks like they'll just get, give someone else the Stranger Things license that's so weird dude. yeah they just got that Stranger Things license. They I was, did. I was, I'm jo- I was jonesing yeah, for that. Yeah. Uh, and we'll remain, uh, said remain working on Minecraft Story Mode for Netflix. Okay, that's okay. So the Netflix. They well, they they're, made a TV show of that game, which is really weird. Which they're, is Telltale. Telltale is working on the TV show. Then. That's so weird. There is still an 8-bit Stranger Things game available on the app stores for most phones and iPads. Oh yeah. And okay. Here, here's the original article about the Minecraft Story <clears throat> Mode. Yeah. We can confirm Minecraft Story Mode is a licensed five-episode na- interactive narrative series coming Whoa. to our service this fall on Netflix. That's yeah. weird. Oh, well, I'm saying that the game's already out. Yeah, I didn't know g- they were doing yeah. a TV show yeah. version. There is a game for my called Minecraft Story Mode. So. That's so weird. Yeah, it is. Hmm. Interactive oh. movie. That sounds cool. Kind of like a choose your own adventure book yeah. a little bit. Man, so, this yeah. is, that's real but, That's too bad. Yeah. Uh, they did some good stuff. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, which what? you gave me yep. uh, for Christmas. You should give it a shot. And uh, well, it's too late now. He'll play it in four years. No, you still yeah. have the game. It's not going away. Dude, no, no, they'll like, take my game away. He'll play it. In, he'll play it in four years. No, he's after still, he watches Halloween. No, he's, still he's got a month. He still needs to play Kingdom Hearts. He hasn't even touched that. Oh, one. he's got no time for that. I bought it him that like. What? No, I got a couple years for the next game. Shut <laughs> up. Watch it hit like November, and it's like, oh, it's delayed. Some trailers. We're almost out of here, guys. All the trailers. Sheebus. No, we're not. Of the, of the news. Yeah. Oh, okay. out of the news. Let's do it. Mary Poppins Returns released a trailer on Monday. Looks good. I looks like really it. good. I got to see Deck Van Dyke dance a little. That was cool. That was great. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be 100% honest. It looks great and whimsical. I wasn't 100% sold on the cartoony look when they go into a weird cartoon world. They go, oh, it yeah. looks like the same world they went into the first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just, it, it, it just looked jarring to me. Yeah. And it's when uh, I'm seeing it. I didn't it, realize that, it, that, the, the, that the kid was Paddington. Uh, the bank's, the bank's <coughs> son. Is oh, he's in Paddington. He is Paddington. Oh. Ben Wishaw. He's Paddington. He plays the voice of Paddington. Oh, he plays Not the, the voice kid, the but the, the adult. Yeah. The adult. Oh, okay. I was like, what? There's a little the, kid. At sorry, Paddington? the Banks. I've, Michael Banks is gotcha. his first name. Yeah. The father. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I like the bill of bed. Is like, I'm here to take I, care of the Banks. I think children. it's so jarring yeah. because they're trying to maintain the look from the original. No, yeah. It's so just like, like when I and when it was I'm, jarring then. Yeah, when I'm watching it, like I watched it on my phone, and I was like, it just yeah, it's very jarring. When I watch it in the movie, I'll be sucked into. Yeah, it. I was uh, honestly, if I'm honest, I was a little underwhelmed by the trailer just in general. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure. It it looks Everybody whimsical. It looks fun. Needs a pooper, and that's why they <laughs> invited you. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Um, I was a little underwhelmed, but I was, you know, really happy to see Dick Van Dyke get up and do a little jig. That was a lot of fun. It's nice um, to see. It's a straight Angela up Lansbury. It's, it's oh, a Angela sick, Lansbury. It's a looks good. musical ass musical. It's actually where's yeah. Angela yeah. Lansbury in this? She was sitting on the bench in the park. The bl- they uh, don't name her, but she was uh, there. Meryl Streep plays Topsy Turvy, mm-hmm. which Ooh. is Mary Poppins' sister. Oh, yeah. she's old. Yeah, 
Interesting. Um, yeah, I guess it's just I'm still. I like it's very strange. This is very strange. I got to walk this line carefully. Uh, because I am, you're mine. Uh, I am very sold and very not sold on Emily Blunt as Mary Poppins. Yeah. Like I am equal parts. I'm totally into you. You look perfect. You're great. And I'm also like, but you're not Julie Andrews. Yeah. It's, it's and it's, it's important. Hard it's important to remember that she's bringing a lot more of stuff from the books. Yes. Than Julie did. She's a lot. So more they're of not a hard going ass. to be exactly the I same. I haven't seen Mary Poppins since I was a wee lad. But <clears throat> is Mary Poppins that much of a jerk? No. No. Okay. Because she's, she's a little. She's proper. But she and she's a little firm, but yeah. she's not a jerk. Okay, because she seems she's very jerky. Mary Poppins in the original books is an ass. Okay, like she she's not a nice name. I think Emily Blunt looks like a perfect blend of what Julie was doing and what the books are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I can't wait till a sequel, uh, Mary Poppins Forever. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So the, the meme I, I <laughs> Mary Poppins and Robin. Yeah. Mary uh, Poppins and Nanny McPhee fight Dawn of Justice. That's yeah, pretty good. That's a good. The one. flying yeah, nanny rises. What a crossover! <laughs> All right, um, I'm excited. Yeah, I think it looks great. Uh, Daredevil season Not three. Not even worried. Release the trailer. Uh, looks uh, good. We got showed, to see, a, showed a little bit. We got to see a little tease of Kingpin in his classic white yeah. outfit. Yay! I think Bullseye is confirmed to be in the season. Really? Is he confirmed? Yeah. I I'm heard pretty sure set footage was showing some stuff. I, I think it's more like I think they haven't said anything, but we're pretty sure. Yeah. I think it's kind of one of those things. Um, but yeah, it, you know, it is coming. We got a release date October nineteenth. That would be the fourth Marvel series. October. Yeah. Oh man, when that first teaser came out, it had like job twelve twenty two, and I thought it was December. So it's October. That's so soon. Yeah. Wow. It's the fourth. TV show that Marvel's released this wow. year. And we are now five behind. Not me. I'm all caught up, baby. I no, am... I mean in talking about them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am five behind. I... The reason why I started Punisher was legit because I don't want to be five five shows yeah. behind. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to talk about that. Don't worry about it, buddy. I know. Doctor Who also released a teaser for the next uh, for the next uh, trailer proper. I've a proper trailer. to do. For the next uh, season. A lot of people are speculating that the TARDIS is not in this season. How does she get around all that much? That new ship we see in the trailer. Oh, oh! May not be a lot of time travel. Maybe, oh. maybe, maybe some time travel, mostly space travel. But I want one. time travel in my time yeah. travel show. I, I think it'd be interesting because we have had a bit of an emphasis on the TARDIS as a character in this in this new in the in the New Who era, uh, specifically, you know, the Matt Smith, Peter Capaldi uh, era. So I think it would be interesting if, like, for a season, she didn't have the TARDIS. Well, to be fair, Capaldi did have like sick ass, like, cool sunglasses yeah. and stuff. So like, they could. You know what? Yeah, you know what? I'm not mad about this. Like, because they change stuff up for Capaldi. Yeah, they that's do. Fine. But they could. But I think because they've been a little bit cagey about if the TARDIS is in it, we haven't seen it in any, in, any, in a lot of production material. Yeah. Um, I think it would be interesting if for a season she didn't have the TARDIS. Like, the idea is that she's lost it or something. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but I don't think you know it's Doctor Who. You always go back to status quo eventually. Um, I think we won't. I think she won't be without the TARDIS for long. Like, you can't get rid of the TARDIS. Yeah, dude. Dude, where's my TARDIS? Sure. Where's your TARDIS, dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we should do a Doctor Who episode. Because I think we're got to catch up. Then three of us, at least three of us, are really into it. So, Two or are you us. into it again? I'm looking forward to this new season. Okay, look, have you finished? I've s- no Capaldi. Look, yeah. I've said I'm waiting for that for that full series set to come out. For the full Capaldi set to come out, I told it's, you about. It's on Amazon, is it? Yes. Oh. Ben, it's on we'll Amazon. have you watch like the the top five episodes to get you caught up. Okay. None of them are 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 Matt Smith or Peter Capaldi. Uh, cool. They're that's I would accurate. disagree. Even I would disagree with that. I was just trying to do <laughs> a trying to do thing. I look. I've said before, as long as Moffat was gone, I was going to be on board with this season. I yeah. don't care who they cast as the character. The thing that makes you sick is even as you say that, even if it was an episode with David Tennant, it'd still be an episode with Stephen Moffat. He was a good writer. He was, he was just a bad showrunner. I will agree with that. Yeah. Um, Ralph breaks the internet. Released a new trailer. Uh, looks good. I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm oh. sold on that movie, so I really didn't see anymore. I've been to be sold honest. on that movie, but I like that how we actually have like a little bit of a plot thread now instead. Yeah, of we just... also get a synopsis. Uh, mm-hmm. Ralph breaks the internet. Wreck-It Ralph 2 leaves Litwax Video Arcade behind, venturing into the uncharted, expansive, and thrilling world of the internet, which may or may not survive Rex, Ralph's reckoning. Uh, wrecking. Reckoning sounds... Reckoning more. sounds better. Reckoning. Yeah. Wrecking. Yeah. Video I, I game, got the joke. Video game bad guy Ralph, voiced by John C. Riley, as we all know, uh, and fellow misfit Vanellope Von Schweetz, Sarah Silverman, must risk it all by traveling to the World Wide Web in search of a replacement part to save Vanellope's video game, Sugar Rush. In way over their heads, uh, Ralph and Vanellope rely on the citizens of the internet, the new... The, the netizens... To help navigate okay. their way, including a website entrepreneur named Yes, voiced by Taraji Tar- P. Henson, I, yeah, uh, who is the head algorithm and the heart and soul of trend-making site BuzzTube. So you saw footage like a year ago, didn't you, or something? Yes. That was so long ago. Yes, I saw Yes a year ago. That's also... That's, it's Yes. Man. Yeah, it's three yes S's. with yes with three S's. Yeah. Um, uh, we got a bit more of the plot. So like, sh- I uh, am Sugar shocked Rock. her name is not Yas. Yeah, I'm me happy too. her name is not that. No, I know, but I'm shocked. There's already yeah. like I saw Grumpy Cat in there. I'm like, all right, here we go. Uh, yeah. It's it's so we get like apparently the uh, um, uh, Sugar Rush is being unplugged because someone some broke the control. Dastardly uh, arcade well, no, denizen. A part, a part just broke down. The so dastardly arcade denizen broke it. Yeah, broke the wheel. Mm-hmm. Jesus um, took the wheel. Jesus did take. <laughs> the, the wheel. only way to get the part is to. We well, talked about this before. Go to eBay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm very, I'm very excited for this. Uh, we saw Gal Gadot. Is it, is it Gal Gadot? So I'm glad that I they're finally, Godot. I'm glad that they're finally starting to show some of the like the thing I did like about seeing in this trailer is that they're a that they showed uh, Calhoun and Felix running around. Oh yeah, so I was glad to see. Yeah, them. I saw them. But also that um, they are showing some of the plot, which is that uh, Ralph has kind of what I've heard. Ralph has kind of become dependent on his relationship with Vanellope. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the notion that she might move on and go somewhere else is causing oh. Ralph oh, yeah. to to freak out and uh, wreck it and kind of become unstable. Mm. Is essentially the what the story is is like uh, accepting when you need to support someone else moving on to something that's good for them, even if it's not great for you. That's yeah. really that's cool. kind of what the okay. story is about. I'm into that. So yeah. I'm I'm happy that that's what's going to be happening. Okay. They also confirmed that Sonic the Hedgehog is going to be a featured character. Just so you know, Ben. Holy oh, shit! Yeah. yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog is confirmed to be a featured character. Now, he no. was he was he possibly a... more than the first time around. Ooh. Now we know that that Ben wouldn't be happy unless Stephen King was in this. Will... Is there a digital Stephen King? I will throw you. Man, I I wish. I'd like to think that the arcade owner is Stephen King. <laughs> Me too. You know? <laughs> aren't we in all our, just in our hearts? Aren't we, aren't we all Stephen just Stephen King? King? I hate this. Joke you know, speaking so of John C. Riley, I'd like to talk about Stan and Ollie. Yes, yes, Stan and Ollie looks really great. It's a biopic about uh, Laurel and Hardy. Yes, yeah. uh, uh, this came out of nowhere. I had yeah. no idea this was happening, and then all of a sudden, I there was remember a hearing about this. I only, I didn't even hear about years it. ago. I, all of a sudden, there was a trailer, and I'm like, "This is Steve Coogan and John C. Riley playing these guys. This is amazing. Yeah, you they, have my ticket already. They look great." Great. They do. They look and just like I, I, this is one I'm going to take my dad to. I'm so yeah, excited yeah. about this. This looks John really C. Riley looks real big and real good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. John C. Riley is a great actor. Uh, we we all know this. I mean, he won an Oscar for Chicago. It's so neat to see them. Cellophane. I thought he was nominated. Only nominated. He didn't win. Mm. I'm not sure mm. if he won. I know Chicago won best uh, best movie that year. Yeah, yeah. Best he was not. Yeah, he was yeah. nominated because it says Academy Award nominee nominee John. It C. didn't Riley. say nominee. Oh, That's okay. True. Never yeah. mind. But yeah, I I think that movie looks real, real, yeah, dude, real, real good. Not exactly a fake nerd movie, real, real but good. An no, but something movie. I'm I think everybody should be oh, yeah. a little aware of because yeah, I definitely. think it's gonna be great. Hell yeah, yeah dude. 
Um, all right. Well, the biggest trailer of the week, Captain Marvel. Mm. Captain right. Marvel. Without Jesus, so much happened. It happened on Tuesday. Hey guys, why is she punching that lady? <laughs> Scroll. Someone, someone suggested that 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 could that could be Brie Larson and old old lady makeup. So like the scrolls. Okay, let's get into it. So uh, we get a little bit. We get a little bit of. Uh, her new origin story. We've we've heard before that they were going to change her origin story so it'd be less like Green Lanterns. Uh, we get a little bit more of that, which looks like she after she got her powers, she was she was taken from Earth, and she has like memory loss, which is and something from the comics. So lost her memory. Whereas in the comics, uh, initially when she got her powers, she was just on Earth as Miss Marvel. It's super convoluted and bad the way she originally got her powers because like she was knocked into some alien technology that was next to Captain Marvel so their yes. DNA was infused yes but she's still human half Kree so like just get rid of all that shit that's dumb so yeah and a lot of that is like it's Green Lantern it's yeah. a, an old alien give, like gives space power. cop yeah so now we get more of uh, her change origin story which is funny because someone was like does this look a little bit like Green Lantern to you I was like they already tried to change it enough, buddy. Yeah. Give them a break. You can only do so much. Like, Nova Corps is already literally the Green Lantern Corps. Yes. So, like, and even if it is, it's going to be better than the other movies. <laughs> so why do you... 100%. <laughs> um, so someone suggested that it could that after Brie Larson was taken, uh, that there was a scroll as Brie Larson just growing old. So that's that old lady is, Brie, is old lady Brie Larson. That's so funny. I, I highly <laughs> doubt it, but that would be really funny. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this looks great. I, uh, I think they nailed her character. She is she is a hard ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's no-nonsense. Mm-hmm. I think she looks great. And the the Kelly Sudeikis run with Jamie McKelvey is like like that's the run they're taking from, and that's like where uh, she got a lot of her fans. Uh, and especially man, that helmet with the mohawk. I yeah, was, I didn't. So that's all that. I needed. So dude. Ryan posted out a picture to us right after posting about Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh, I with a picture of the mohawk thing from the trailer. Yeah, and I had not watched the Captain Marvel <laughs> yeah. trailer yet, so I just see Last Airbender coming to Netflix. Concept art of Up and Aang, and then this picture of the mohawk thing right under, and I'm like. I don't remember these Mohawk things <laughs> in Avatar at that? all. <laughs> this is getting yeah, weird. I should have said it as a second messenger. Right? <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, I, I didn't think we got to see the helmet. Uh, we get to see young Clark Gregg. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And that, He's that, got some nice hair. The great yeah, wig. Yep. Doing his classic glasses come off. Yep. Hey, uh, best de-aging so far. Sam Jackson looks Sam Jackson. great. Again, like Both I said, of them. he doesn't need a lot Both of help. Both of them look great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Sam Jackson, a lot of people are... Hey, so I think I think the sequence of events when he's you know, people are like, oh, this is where he's got an ice pack over his eye. He's losing his eye there. The next scene we see him, he's got a cut on his eye. I think that's this. I think that's good. One to no, two. I don't think he's losing his eye. Good. I no, don't. Want I don't to. think so either. I've said before, and I've, well, not like that anyway. I, I said before. We've said it before. We've talked yeah. about this a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I said it a lot on, on the internet this week. Uh, I think he lose he lost his eye in Bogota. Mm-hmm. Which we may or may not see. Nope. Yeah. I'm just in a excited. Netflix streaming or a, a Disney streaming. I thing. would love it if Robert oh. Redford also came back in this and we saw Bogota. That'd be great. <sighs> That'd be so great. If it was tied into this, I'd be like, that's neat. Hey, for the kids playing at home, um, Jude Law, he's a Cree, right? Yes. yes. Okay. And he's not blue. Right. Why? No, uh-huh. no. All right. <laughs> we'll find out. All right, cool. But people are speculating he's maybe a scroll in disguise. Uh, but like, I don't why think he so. Why would he blue? I, I don't know. That's I the thing know. that I don't understand. It's like, so. The they're Cree- not saying he's Marvel, which is just true. They're it's not. so weird. He might not be. That's so weird. How do you, you can't have? If he's not Marvel, I think that's a big misstep. But he, there's a possibility he might not be. Like it's totally cool having uh, 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 Carol Danvers as Captain Marvel, but like I, I feel like you have to pay respect to that original character. Just like they did with even Hank if they Pym kill him Scott off. Light. Yeah, even if they kill him off, which you're probably gonna do. Uh, you have to show the original Captain Marvel. Yeah. I think. So she. Yeah. So anyway, the trailer is she comes down. She comes crashing down to Earth. In a blockbuster. my favorite store from 1999. Blockbuster video. No, have you seen the meme where it's like Marvel exists? It's like, so how are we sure that it's the 90s? Have a date. Do a monologue. 
Why does not just drop her in a blockbuster? Guy looks at her instead of throwing her out the window. Employee of the month. Yeah. Not not only a blockbuster, a blockbuster video. Mm. So it's set before they changed the name to just Blockbuster in '96. Mm. Straight. Yep. Yep. Real good. So this is somewhere between 1990 and 1995. Hell yep. yeah, dude! I'm um, excited. <laughs> all the action like that we saw looked good. Like I saw this is like the first trailer, so we don't get too much plot, but like. It's I'm sold, man. I'm 100 percent sold. I'm the real, poster season. I'm cat. real interested. Do you in... know what the, that cat is, my friend? No, that's not hand. a cat. That's I don't an know alien organism named Chewy, and it has a giant mouth like the predator that eats things. That's great. It's oh. super duper. And the fact I'm that the cat's on the poster is great. Really interested in the shots of her in the same position at different points in her life. Me too. Because I'm like, okay, so is this like a a thing we're see- going to see happen in the movie? Because like, why would you just film? I think that it's for her like trailer? gaining her memories back, like if when she yeah that kind of thing yeah. yeah. Yeah, one thing I'm excited to see are scrolls. Yeah. I really want to see scrolls oh, in this movie. Could be Holy, greener. Yeah, well, it could, <laughs> yeah. could be a little greener, but at least I'm going to see scrolls. Hey, uh, I just want to real quick, because we're wrapping this one up. Uh, to all the all the horrible comic skater people who are talking about her not smiling, shut up. Yeah, shut up. Did you see th- her response to that? Yeah. Putting smiles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw that. On all the other actors. I, I love her. She's what, great. What, I, people were getting upset because she didn't smile? Yeah. Yes. And the entire trailer does not one shot of her smiling, and they're like, you know, you should smile more. So she photoshopped pictures of, of her. No, uh, someone someone photoshopped p- pictures of her smiling in the screenshots of Captain Marvel, and, and then said, fixed it. And then they then someone put those smiles and put them on like the Captain America poster. I don't even and think that's real. Poster. I think that's someone just being a troll. No, it. it I was looking at the the, account, the original account. Like I don't want to give too much yeah, too yeah. much credit, but the original account is a comic skater. He want, he keeps posting about taking women's rights away. He is uh, bad guys. He is a huge proponent of of the guy who runs Comicsgate, uh, and he's good friends with him. So this this is a bad man. No, I get that, but I mean, like, I think it's still not even like they sincerely give that much of a shit that they're just trying to troll. They're just oh yeah. Is that the last? Is that the last thing? That is the last thing. Anything else you guys wanted to bring up? Yes, uh, Marvel Studios, The Eternals finds its director with Chloe Zhao. She's the first person of a color, uh, female director of color, to direct a Marvel movie. That's cool. Cool. There you go. Robert England is playing Freddy Krueger again this October on the Goldbergs. I don't watch that show. It's I'm not because that. I think I'm it's sorry. bad or anything, but uh, it's awesome that he's going to be Freddy again. The man is in his seventies yeah, and he's dude. still oh, playing shit. Freddy. Hell yeah, dude. Ben scrolls. <clears throat> All right, cool. Scrolls. Well, since The Predator came out, what better opportunity to talk about the Predator franchise as a whole? Uh, so let's get some initial thoughts. Uh, I like Predator movies. All right, initial thought, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. uh, initial thought, Sparks. It's weird how few Predator movies there actually have been. Like, uh, not counting the Alien versus Predator ones when I say that. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, you know, the, we're, we just hit four. Yeah. And I'm like, and there was wait, a, really? A, yeah, there was a... There's six Alien films. There was, like, a, a couple-year gap between but, one and two. But I mean, like... Even though there were the there are six alien films, when they made their four, they made them pretty quick. There's such a large gap between Predator films. Yeah, it's it's weird. Because Predators came out 2010. Yeah, a couple of years after Alien vs Predator Requiem. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, actually, th- thanks, thank uh, Alien vs Predator Requiem for doing so badly for the fact that Predators exist. Yeah, yeah. If only that movie did better to get. If a sequel. only Predators had done better. Yeah. 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 Oh. Anyway, uh, Ben. You, ha- you you haven't seen Predator Two or Predators before. Um, I watched part of Predator Two, but I did see Predators in its entirety today. And also, I just don't want to get this off my chest now. Get to the chopper! They don't I've, say it in that I, movie. I know they though. don't. I know they don't. They but they say, "Kill me now, though." <laughs> I. When did they say the one ugly mother? You know, I don't Roger. think they said it in Predators. Predators. It, it, Predators. They don't say it. No, they don't That's say the it. one. They the don't say one? it. 
No, yeah. in Predators. In Predators. They do. In predators? They do. When? In Predators, they don't say you ugly mother effer. That one. They say you beautiful mother effer in The Predator. No, yeah, they do. I'm talking but about 2010 Predators. I think, I think Predators, isn't it when they're looking at the Is classic it? Predator? They're like, you one ugly oh, mother. Oh, I just might have missed it. I might have I, I guess too. we all missed it this morning. Yeah, so. yeah. No, but going to Predators, to the Predators, um, uh, the Nimrod uh, director. Nimrod one? and Tail? Yeah. yeah. Damn, that is a really good movie. So oh, should we cannot... probably start at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Predator. Uh, what more can we say about Predator? The Predator is a classic. I like that movie. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is terrible in it. Um, he, but he's but he's terrible as in like he's really like charming still. He he's is, like a bad The Rock. He's but yeah. still certainly gotten better. The as character a the character is written as like one note Duke Nukem type. Yeah. So yeah. there's not a lot for him to work with yeah. to begin with. It's hey just, Ryan, and it's, it's so early in his career. It's just funny because watching. Watching this film for the first time in quite some time, uh, I've like I forgot that he's but if he like loses friends, he's like, oh, okay. Like it was like, okay, make this face and then make that face in one second. Uh, yeah. and it's like he can't he's it's so early in he's his not career. The best I, I actor. totally yeah. forgot yeah. that that was because I remember him now, who's he's, actually a pretty good actor. No, I I will admit that it's been quite a while since I last seen Predator. Mm-hmm. But I, what I do remember is like all the scenes in the jungle with were like the infrared scenes. So all with, the scenes in the movie. Yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Not sure. True. Not true. In the jungle, dude. all the scenes in the jungle. No. No, like where it's just Arnold Schwarzenegger versus the Predator, mano a mano, like where he like puts mud on himself. That's the he, best part of the movie. Yeah. yeah. That's that, well, even when he get, rips the mask off and says, "You are one ugly mother effer." Hey, that Predator design. Still, do you oh, know what the original so Predator's design looked yes. like? Yeah. Oh my god, they it's use god it in, in Predators. Yeah, it's the thing. It's the thing oh, chasing the, him that a, gets shot. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I actually really like that. I like oh, that they yeah. use that. That uh, that Predator design is so good. It's iconic. Dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <sighs> I really like how the movie like builds up suspense. I to like Predator, Predator. Still, yeah. I really like Predator. Mm-hmm. Having watched all of them more recently. Um, it doesn't age great. No, it really doesn't. I think it ages fine. When was the last time you watched it? Like two years ago. Yeah, it doesn't age awesome. It's it's not it ages bad. It just doesn't age awesome. I still think that final act with <clears throat> Arnold mono mono yes, is that, totally great. No, mm-hmm. that part is great. Um, a uh, a lot of the, and it's fine because you know old movies and shit. Yeah. But a lot of the like you know visual effects around the predator. Well, uh, of course are, they 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 get. They get real hokey in some moments. Yeah. Um, There's some really does, good shots in those movies. No, in I, movie, I, I, yeah. I'm not. No, I am not. merely saying, you know, we. I think Mummy Returns is great. The Rock's Scorpion King does not hold up graphically. Yeah. I just the don't, Predator yeah. sometimes doesn't hold up graphically, and it kind of takes you out of it because it's just that's how things go. Yeah, that's that, how movies age. But that I, I just can't say enough how like I love the design of the Predator. It's such a good look. I stand by, I've always felt this way, and I stand by that I think it's a mistake that they left uh, Billy behind to face the Predator, and he cut his chest, and he was going to face it, and we never see anything of it. I understand, but I really like that, because he's the only one who gets it at that point. And he, like, like, I wish we could have, we don't need to see I don't need to see, I don't need to see the fight, but we don't even see, like, the Predator holding his, you know, skull aloft or anything like that. That's what I'd want, is I just want to see, like, 
you know, he we, we could hear him scream and he died off screen and all that. That's fine. I want to see the Predator holding the trophy from the fight. Or, like, the Predator's, like, a little messed up. There is up. a scene, though, from what I remember, of, like, him sitting, like, in a tree and he has, like, a couple skulls. He does. But, I mean, I specifically wanted that one because that's the moment. Because Billy's the character who's been built up to in that movie. Yeah. To have a moment with the Predator because he is aware of what's going on. I, I didn't need to necessarily see the fight between them. I just wanted to see, like, the aftermath. you know, maybe, oh, like, the Predator has to heal a spot because, hey, he got in a good shot and, like, it's holding his skull specifically because that's that was the one we were kind of building to that wasn't Arnold. I get you. Yeah. I didn't, that, it personally does bother me. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I think the film is really good at building up the suspense. Like, you know, you're not too sure what's going on in the in the jungle. And, uh, and, and then when you finally see the, the, what's stalking them, you're like, mm-hmm. holy shit, what the hell is that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that fil- the film is really good for that let's talk about how much more can we talk about good about predator well i was gonna say it's to me predator is still a really class a good classic 80s movie i mean yeah a lot a lot of classic 80s movies they obviously haven't aged well it was the damn 80s but we still watch look at the 70s i know shit but we still look at those movies and we still like yeah you can probably see the string here or you can see the cgi wasn't that good and but you still didn't exist the cloaking (laughs) effect in that in the predator is garbage yeah. yeah but you still it's like this is the you still say this is like this is the time it was made but it's still a good movie whereas predator 2 i couldn't finish did you did you try to watch it recently it was on the, it was on it was on hbo okay we watched we it's were trying to, we were trying predator to watch predator 2 is terrible yeah it's I, not good here's the i was i know i like missed like 10 minutes of it you didn't this much i was watching it and the acting was horrible the just what like, are you talking about, man? You didn't like Bill Paxton doing this no, thing the whole time? No, I did not. Every time he said doing his best Seinfeld, I don't, every time <laughs> Kramer, it's, it's like th- that's my specialty, Captain. I'm like I he, want. It's like, it's like it's like the director was like, okay, you know, in Aliens, when you go, game over, man, game over. Do that all the time. Yeah, uh, I feel I, like he told all the act- the director was like, listen, I want all of you to be at like eleven the entire time. Like Danny Glover, a good a- all these guys are good actors. Danny Glover sucks in this movie. He does. Everyone's bad in this. He's movie. He's the only one I actually believe. You know what? A I don't bit. believe him at all. You know no. what? I like the design of the Predator. No, yeah, the Predator. All, all cool. Jamaicans are are crime lords. That's oh, 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 yeah. of course. And also, nineteen and fake, ni- fake nineteen ninety seven. Not only that, he, not only that, they're all they're also smoking ganja all the time. So okay. Well, so, yeah, they're Jamaicans. So yeah. nine, So so the movie was. That's made, the logic. I know. The movie was made in nineteen ninety. The movie is set in this weird nineteen ninety seven with really fancy pistols. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's got laser yeah. sights. Why does he have a Desert Eagle? Because it's nineteen ninety seven. That's stupid. So, okay. I love how those cars look don't look like they're from 1997. No, no. I they're, know. they're from so it's, it's this weird 1997 where there's this war with the drug with strugglers. Like this guy is trying to make a Paul Verhoeven film. He is trying to make a Paul Verhoeven film that someone was like throw the predator in it. Yeah. And it is terrible. And the thing about the, the thing, opening is cool. Like the, the gunfire. I'm not going to lie. I like how it's like jungle, jungle, yeah. city. Yeah. And then the city's at war. And I'm like, okay, you know what? This is kind of cool. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm kind minutes, of into the like first, the, well, the sparks. Sparks. You get from the jungle, the jungle, to the concrete jungle. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but but you, yeah. Have, you have all that going on. And honestly, I'm in it. I'm there. I'm like, yeah, go for it. And then Danny Glover shows up and can't act a single thing <gasps> to make I'm me angry all the time. Anything. And I'm like, yeah, this is how this would go down. It's so generic. And the, the dialogue th- in this movie is the most generic thing yeah. ever. And seen. also, when Bill Paxton constantly tries to hit on that one police officer the mm-hmm. whole hey, damn detective, that's time. my specialty. Um, so here's the thing about Predator Two: it's like I, no, they treat it like like we've never seen the Predator. It's called Predator Two. Yeah. There's no mystery. It's so, was, it was two years. Yeah, 
It was like, two years we since know, the last one. Like, there's so much mystery, like like the first movie building up, like what's going on. We all know you don't need to spend half your movie like building this up again. Yeah, it's and then oh, it's way more gory than the first one. Which too, I'm fine with. Which I'm, which I'm kind yeah. of fine with. Yeah. Uh, like, I kind of like we see more about the predator. We see more predator gear. I, yes. I think that's cool. We see more of the. This is the first time we get like the spear and the disc. Cool disc. Uh, yeah, the, the cool. disc blade and yeah. Yeah, yeah, all that's real great. But also, Jake Busey was such a dick. No, Gary, Gary Busey. Busey. The Gary, well, scene. That, wait, oh, that was Gary Busey. Yeah, yes. Gary never Busey. mind. Was Gary Busey. His was son such is a in dead. the new one. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Duh, ben. The the uh, scene of the predator, in the frozen meat fixing place? its arm. Oh yeah. That's a good scene. That's a good scene. I don't think I saw that. Uh, so it's, you know, it's you know, near the end. So okay. Danny Glover cuts off the predator's arm uh-huh. uh, because it was going to try and self-destruct. Okay. It was like, oh, we're which, at a draw. Wait, hold on. Which can take can three hundred three hundred city blocks. Yeah. Arnold That's did what not run 300 city, city blocks. blocks. <laughs> he runs really fast. No, <laughs> the part where I stopped watching Predator 2 and decided to do something better with my life, playing Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. was right when uh, the Jamaican... I don't which, like the implication there, Ben. <laughs> Predator 2 sucks. You would rather play Kingdom Hearts. I watched this movie. Yeah. You're wasting your time. You're wasting your time. I watched this movie for this episode. You're wasting yeah. your time. Yeah. Um, it was the part where the um, the head of the Jamaican crime boss, like the, yeah, with yeah. the witch doctor uh-huh, with the uh-huh. bones, he, um, Dan Glover talks magic? with him. Because they say they took out his heart. I don't remember it's him a, taking out a, his heart. It's weird. So he's like rolling his bones. He just talks to Dan Glover. Dan Glover goes away, and then the predator shows up and marks the dude. And I'm like, I'm going to go play King Marbs. F this noise. Yeah, but there's a cool scene where he's like screaming, and then like his, his screaming head yeah, is like Yeah, you hear him screaming. And his, and no, he, I did see that. Yeah, I yeah. did see yeah. that. And it's carrying his screaming like, All head, the violence yeah. is fine. It's just like the script and like the acting is just like god awful. You know what? But everything uh, with the predator is good. You know what's yeah. actually really terrifying? So when the predator is. is, is uh, So I have two problems. I have actually a problem with the scene, and I really like the scene. Um, in Predator 2, there's a bit in the train where, where Bill Paxton is. Uh, is um, oh, is I, did, I did see that part. And so it's like really stroby. It's too stroby. You can't really see what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But one of the things I actually really do enjoy in that is towards the end when the predator is going to kill Bill Paxton, and you just hear the predator go, "Want some candy?" And yeah. Like, Holy yeah. shit! I even <laughs> said it like a second yeah. before. I was like, "He's probably going to say like he wants some candy," and then he says, "I'm like, yeah, right," because he records like, it from the kid. Like that was terrifying. So yeah. also, wait, you say recorded? Then this film speculates the idea that they're that they don't they record. Can it. They can mimic with no, their they voice. Can mimic, yeah. I don't like that. At I don't all. like that either. No. Wait. So Bill Paxton does die, right? Yes. Bill Paxton does die. Yeah. Sweet. He gets um, the the. I did like the idea of the Predator having singled out Danny Glover's character from the beginning and taunting him. Yeah. So it put like the guy's necklace at the cemetery. I'm like, dude. Yeah, oh, that yeah. Was, that's that really was, spooky. I yeah. was like, that's that's a good element. There's that's a lot the of thing. You elements. quit watching before no, the no. best parts of the movie. No, I saw the ske- I saw the, the necklace part. No, no, no. I'm saying. The ending. Because you said oh, where you stopped. I'm telling you, you quit watching before the part that makes the whole thing worth doing. You should have just, oh, okay. yeah. just kept going. Okay. Because you quit right before the only thing that's actually good in it. Which is when the Predator falls down? Which is when pr- the Predator and Danny are fighting, because uh, that's when you get a lot more of the Predator You action. know what? I think yeah. I actually saw that when I was just channel surfing one day. I was waiting for another movie to come on, but the, uh, I know the, what you're talking about. So when, when Danny Glover's go- goes, when the team goes into the, the meat locker, uh, and they got the they got the suit, I, it's also the first time we can see the Predator can switch his visions, which mm-hmm. I think is kind of cool. Um that was kind of cool. It's kind of really suspenseful with, with uh, a young young Adam Baldwin. Yeah, uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, he's doing. Uh, he's like he's circling back around. Blah blah blah. It's like I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. So we got Gary Busey, who's keys. Yes. And so they're this aware. Was supposed to be Schwarzenegger. So apparently. they're aware. Interesting. Of yeah. the Predator from '87. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> and so this is kind of like I guess the beginning of what we now see in the most recent one is the project. Yes. Okay, where. Key's son is yeah. so very briefly. 
uh, Jake Busey in the mm-hmm. in the new one. It's interesting how they're like slowly becoming more aware of the Predator. So they like they figured out a, a nice lot. through line. They figured out a lot yeah. in yeah. Predator Two though about them, but they don't listen to Danny. And like that that was the weird part is Danny Glover's like he sees them. He's like right on them. Tell them he's right on him. And, and they, like, they, they don't do anything. And it's like, why aren't you telling them? Yeah. He's They're not even like being. He's not even it. being controversial. No, because Danny leaves, and then they do tell him. No, I'm not agreeing. It's I'm just, just <laughs> ridiculous. When when Danny Glover takes off the takes off the mask of the predator, I think the predator design in this one looks really cool. Yeah. I love the face. The face. Design I do not one. like the mouth. No, you don't. Why? Uh, the mouth looks weird. Oh, you know, we also calls someone. This one. Someone calls him a vagina face, and I totally understand. No, why. he uses the p word. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but you, it. I get it. No, yeah, I yeah. get why the mouth looks real weird. We see, You're uh, telling me I'm missing see, the best parts of the movie. I you don't see think it. I did. You saw it too. I know. Yeah. Zara's sitting in here. Yeah. And she's nodding. I know yeah. she sees what I'm talking the, about. The predator. We also see the predator talk, which I'm not here for. No, thank you. Don't yeah, ever let weird. me see the predator talk. Because his mouth doesn't move. It's like yeah. As bad as Predator Two is, we wouldn't we would not have any AVP stuff without it. No, it's true because no. they, because this film does we do see the alien. So the so they skull. go into the ship and we see all the skulls and the xenomorph skulls in there, as well as a dragon. It looked like a dragon, <laughs> which looked awesome. Some other aliens, I want to see that aliens. movie. I want to see these other aliens. That's what I was saying to him. Is yeah. like I want to see another Predator movie that has some other alien races yes. like these ones in it because we, they look awesome. And we see like there was a bunch of predators in that one and and uh, the. Pred- the predator chief in really that one. terrible terrible season yeah it was awful oh man uh, that didn't age at all that looks worse than the 87 predator <laughs> yeah it does it the, looks like garbage because they cut off their legs because they're supposed to be in the green screen it's, it's also so bad because you can tell when it's like the green screen then it cuts and like they're, they're actually in, in the room yeah. and then they're, they're not in the room and so he gives him he gives him a gun from 1715. That's cool. I mean, that was cool. Neat. I, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, like you earned the respect of us. Like Dirt. you killed you killed this guy. So here's a gun. Yeah. So we so we see. Dirt. <laughs> uh, so we we do see the xenomorph skull. Um, and so it's it's. And then they take off in the ship immediately. It's about 20 years before. It's about 15 years before they see. Uh, before we get Alien vs Predator. Uh, do we want to touch on Alien vs Predator a little bit? Yeah, I would like to touch on it a little bit because that was actually the first Alien and Predator movie I ever saw full length. I'm sorry. That's, I mean, that movie's like fine and fun. Oh, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. You're saying He's either seen... of those two things. Yes. yes. Uh, got you. I thought you meant it's the first Alien and Predator movie I ever saw, like where they're both together. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm talking about this is the first movie that involved I'm with you. Aliens I'm with you because I knew what they were. Yeah, this like, is this is a comic book adaptation almost. I mean, they, yeah. it's not the comics. It's not the comics thing, but like the idea the came from the first. comics uh, and long running Alien vs Predator comics. Uh, Great games too. In this in this film, the the Predators created the or at least used the Xenomorphs. I don't think they created. They definitely used. They them. Used yeah, them. I don't. Yeah. I don't think they created them. I think they discovered them in searching. We the don't know the alien hunter, origins hunting, as yeah. we shouldn't. Yes, as we should. <laughs> and uh, they found they found their eggs in a queen. And they decided, probably on more than just Earth, to have planets where they set up a training ritual. And there were definitely more more pyramids on Earth. Yeah. So Alien vs. Predator is one of my favorites. Yeah. And it's Mine one too. of my favorites because of the exploration of like the way Predators operate. Did you see yeah. the alternate opening, the AVP? It's when uh, set, set in 1904... Uh, and he's killing the people in the whaling and the and the whaling company. God, that sounds familiar, but I don't know. So, yeah, the idea in in Alien vs Predator is that every hundred years, or two thousand four, every hundred years, uh, the predators come to this pyramid and they hunt the aliens underneath the ice. Uh, in nineteen oh four, the opening, the original opening to AVP before the cutouts, is in the unrated version. Um, the predator, like 
we see a cloaked predator stalking the pe- the people in 1904, the whaling of the whaling uh, station, uh, and then the alien, and then gets attacked. And it's Are the, you saying whaling or whaling? You whaling. whaling. Okay, making sure because that's where it's at. Because so, it's set in that whaling no, station. No, I got you. Okay. Um, something that I kind of like about the the kind of spaced out prior timeline where it's like another one didn't show up for how many years is i like that it doesn't feel like earth and humans are actually that important to the predators yes at all like they d- they visit it every now and then when they need to for like the hunting for the trials or for like a rogue one goes down there whatever comes yeah. up right mm-hmm. but it's not like there's clearly like other alien life that's more interesting to the predators than human beings they don't come to earth They're a like bunch. on vacation Let's yeah go it's earth. like they it comes people. up it comes up every once in a while but they don't like frequent earth yeah. and i really like even that. even predator 2 uh the expanded material was introduced after predator 2 specifically was that the people those are the two predators who hunted on earth were like rogues mm-hmm. or at least specifically the one in predator 2 it and wasn't they keep, supposed to and do all that. these well, predator movies keep establishing there's like there's like a there's a civil war going on basically. but that's yeah. but that's weird because in predator 2 it almost feels like at the end that the predators had that one there for a trial or something yeah. and they were judging him and he failed yeah, yeah something like that so i don't know if i buy that one but i do buy that that first I think one we was all a just rogue. ignore predator 2 basically yeah i um, would if it wasn't if for it the wasn't predator for one yeah, yeah i know um so predator so it's alien there but predator. whatever so i like alien vs predator 2 uh i'm not crazy about the cast but i, I think they're they, they serve their, their i purpose. like the main girl I do too. Yeah, so I like I. the main girl and I like Bishop and that's really all I need to Lance Henriksen comes back as Whalen. Actual yeah. Whalen. Bishop Whalen. Yeah. yeah, I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, leading into Aliens when we see him as a robot. Uh, Except I, not because it's not canon. Not canon anymore, which is stupid. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I really like Alien vs. Predator. I, I think we really get more of like the Predators. Like I like that the younger. Uh, I think the a- the alien fights. Uh, one of those aliens that kills two Predators, and mm-hmm. I think it's really cool. All yeah. the practical effects no, are incredible. The practical effects I, are really good. I was actually movie. pointing out the practical effects with the alien and the Predator, and I love how all the Predators are in suits. And one of my favorite parts is where like the Predator that like does dies last essentially. He's just like killing his aliens left and right. Like the aliens about to stalk him, he has his little disc and just slices his head off in one yeah. clean swoop. Yeah. Like, yeah, that is I, badass. And I get think, more about the culture in this one again. Yeah, I think that that's my favorite thing is just seeing more about how predators operate, what their yeah. beliefs are, their cultures, and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the idea. I'm sorry, the Yautja. Yeah, Yautja. the the the. Uh, I think Alien versus Predator is one of the best looking films through and through, without like really. M- mixing up and it's set in really in dark areas that, that but it doesn't work well but you can see it you can see yeah. everything yeah. yeah well also it makes sense i mean it's a pyramid under how many miles no, but, I, I, but I, I say that specifically yeah, because i, I rewatch avpr uh for, for this for oh this. you could see that dark movie no you can't see shit exactly it is set at night and you can't see shit that's a bad movie right. i still haven't seen it's that a it's movie. a they they handled the color coding and lighting for alien versus Predator. you know really what well. you know what the movie the, looks really good the the pred alien and avpr is a really cool design. You can't see it for shit. That movie's so dark. I don't get it. I don't. How did <laughs> they? How so did dark? they? How did they put that out and going? This is fine. The first movie is directed by Paul W. S. Anderson, who's kind of hit and miss. Um, mostly miss. Mostly miss. Yeah. Uh, but this one, I think, is a good movie, especially the unrated cut of yeah, AVP. I really, yeah. I really like AVP. Um, I mm-hmm. think it's. I think it's a good one. I really like uh, the the alien uh, grid. He's nicknamed Grid. Uh, I like I mean, him. Oh yeah. I I love the whole battle between. 
her and the prior when it's like okay we're teaming up and she gets like the xenomorph she he helps get skull. her up yes. and he gets her the spear and everything the spear that we see and in they, the predator exactly yeah. and and then they take on the alien queen that's pretty cool one of my yeah, favorite the alien that's queen one did. of the best yeah. sequences out of any of either of these franchises yes. is a predator and her some in are. the snow taking on an alien queen you yes. have to admit though some archaeologists are gonna come across that alien body and go what the f is this but one of my die. favorite parts of the that. scene Megatron. Is yeah but one of my <laughs> Well, my favorite parts of that movie is that sequence, but also after, like, because the Predator looks at her and it's like, no, you earn this, and he marks her, and she he just accepts her, yeah. it. And then, when the, and then when the other Predators come down, they're like, okay, we have a Fallen, this happens. And then, of course, that, that, that Chieftain-looking yeah, guy the chief, yeah. looks at her. Great design. Yeah, yes. Looks at her, hands her, a, sees that she earned a mark, mm-hmm. hands her this badass-looking spear. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like... This is cool. Yeah, this it's, is the, it's awesome. some of the best stuff the, ever. So so now twice in the franchise we see like the predator. Uh, the predator's just like, well, here I have this on me. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got another one. But this. that one's so good. Yes. It, I really love that. That's but, that's the stuff I love about that that idea her, of honor and respect in the hunt. Yes, mm-hmm. they couldn't give her a ride. <laughs> oh yeah, because she's stuck, stuck in there. They're not no. that. They're not there to be that nice. They're not <laughs> chums. They're um, not buddies. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I don't want to talk about Requiem a lot. The only thing I ever cared about in Requiem <sighs> was the design of the Predalien, which is cool. Yeah. But so the movie the doesn't of, do the enough. Alien of, of, uh, the end of Alien vs Predator, uh, the Predalien uh, chest burster come out, yeah. comes out of the Predator. And I hate, I hate that the chief dies because the chief comes to fix. No, the... it's not the chief. I was we're watching it again. It's it's not the chief. It's a different Predator. Um, he he's not he's not that predator. He was on Yaucha Prime, which is the name of the predator okay, homeworld. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and he see, gets the distress signal from the ship and sees that the predator that the predator alien was has escaped. So then he just goes uh, and hunts him. He and he's like, I guess he's supposed to be like a really skilled like tracker hunter. Yeah, uh, and I don't like that he gets beat. Yeah, neither do I. I wish it. I, I honestly, if the movie was about following him hunt this thing yeah. and just like humans dying in the midst of it, well, I'd be way more into it if he like came out bloodied and battered well, at he, the end and blew himself up. Well, yeah. he, um, he does. The, he, it's a, it's a, it's high, It's a basically the humans win in that one, because what happens is at the end of the movie. Uh, him and the pred alien are like mano a mano, like getting like he like takes off his he, like does the Schwarzenegger fight with the pred alien. Mm-hmm. It's really cool, actually, really good practical what you can stuff. See. You, you can't see shit. Um, it's so dark. Why is it so dark? It's seriously, um, we're not joking. How dark the movie is. I haven't really seen dark. it, so I have no idea. Yeah. But then the humans like nuke the town that they're in. Um, what I think is really cool about the pred alien. God, I, I forgot they did that. Yeah, it just wipes out the whole town. That's uh, very Resident Evil. What I think is kind of cool about movie. the pred alien is that it can impregnate women mm-hmm. like and just have like and it's really terrifying like when the stuff you can see it's <laughs> it's like truly like yeah. blood curdling terrifying when just alien alien larvae are just like in a pregnant woman's bo- bo- uh, belly mm-hmm. it's like bone chilling and like stuff that stuff's really effective and again you get some practical effects but you have these the here's how dark that movie is ben the you know how dark the aliens are how like pitch black they are oh yeah that's the movie Oh, screw that noise. The movie it's has like filmed that at midnight lighting. with no lighting. So literally all you just see are the teeth? No. Dude, you don't see, that, see the alien's pure white dude, teeth? no, not joking, dude. Like, it's hard to see the movie. It's yeah. bad. Fudge. It, I, I don't, don't know how You have to turn your this... TV brightness up to try to see anything. Oh, no. But it's, and the, the film operates as a slasher. It's got... That's what I... Yeah, It's it got sucks. really shitty teenage characters. Um, it's like a Jason Voorhees movie with also Alien and Predator yeah, in it. Yeah. Uh, 
so my 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 bits uh, glitched my my mine scratched uh, so it like skipped the scene and like the, I'm following the I'm kind of like only kind of paying attention because it's terrible yeah um and what's good about the alien both the alien vs predator films even though I like one more is that you just put them on just kind of do something in the background yeah you don't miss a whole lot um but AVPR kind of worse so because you it doesn't matter yeah um <laughs> they introduce two characters to be killed immediately yep which is kind of awesome um there's some like there's some funny kills in it um and then. One of the one of the girl like the main girl and the she's main so nerd like, guy. Look, I'm an Alan Ripley character. Yeah, and no, 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 she's not. She's like, look, I'm the final girl. Oh yeah, I'm the sexy final girl who's yeah. like who wants to have sex with this nerdy kid and blah blah. blah. I'm sorry, I'm talking about like the girl at the end who ends up like. Oh, the military she's like girl. Alan Ripley. The military girl who's yeah. supposed to be Alan Ripley with yeah. a daughter. Uh, yeah, I forgot about her. Yeah. So the so the main character has a brother who is trying to who's trying to hook up with this with the blonde chick at a pool right at a pool who's yeah. like super hot and I totally forgot that that girl dies yep. so when I'm watching the end of the film and I skip that entire bit I'm like where'd she go wasn't there another girl so I would look she up, got Sterling K Brown so I looked up on online that scene and it's great because she's like okay we can make it yeah she's running down the hallway and the predator blade just nails her into the it wall nails her into the wall <laughs> I remember that part and you're like shit that's awesome. <laughs> Uh, I got to say real quick uh, before we move on to the next Predator movie, I've played almost all the Alien vs. Predator games because yes. a lot of them are first-person shooters, but there was one on the Xbox and PS2 that was a real-time strategy game where Ooh. you can play as the aliens and yeah. you create a colony of aliens, and as the Predators, you play as them and stuff. Uh, and as the aliens, you can make almost every variety of alien creature, like from Alien 3, the dog, the Pred-Alien before that movie came out. Because yeah. so, uh, the Pred-Alien also was introduced in comics before yeah. it was introduced in... The Pred-Alien no, such an awesome the idea. The Pred-Alien was introduced in... Because it's a queen. It's Pred-Alien Queen, uh, inherently. It okay. was introduced in a video game before it was introduced in any other medium. Okay, yeah. I believe. I, I think I did some research on that. I definitely made a whole bunch of Pred-Aliens in that game. I'll tell you what, it's awesome. That's such a cool design. It is. If like, only you could see it. It's so, Man, the movie's anyway, so bad. But, so the it, ending it, of Requiem. It's setting up a sequel. It was one of the best parts because it was like, hey, humans are going to get, it's going to be like a big space fight. We and meet, I was like, neat, but it'll never happen. We meet Yatani yeah. in this one. We is met, that the, the, the lady? Yeah, it's the Asian yeah, yeah. lady. We, who met Bishop in the first, we met Waylon in the first one, we met Yatani in this one. That's pretty cool. Um, which, uh, which is kind of neat. And it's like, the people aren't ready for the, so if you want to say that AVP and AVPR are in canon, it's, that's the I mean, beginning of the Stargazer. Predator kind of makes a canon a little bit. At, yes, least, at least the first alien versus the first alien. Yeah. yeah. And the first alien, and you can't have one without the other because exactly. they're set like a month apart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, this is a really gruesome beginning. I actually think the, the Alien vs. Predator Requiem starts really, starts really good because yeah. it's during set, starts during the daytime. And this father and his kid. Oh, right. Kid, like with face huggers. It's really cool. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, so, Predators. Predators Ooh. is great. Predators is definitely the you know best what? of this franchise. No, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna use it. Say it. Predators is fucking awesome. It, yeah, is. it is. Yeah. I've been watching it in a couple years, but rewatching it today, I was like, man, this movie holds up. It's no, great. As really I was does. watching today for the first time, I'm like, wow, this movie is like, wow. It does I the premise to like every extent possible, like yes. in every great way. I love it, the yeah. premise. It like, utilizes its characters so well. Uh, they're all good and likable. They're all diverse. They're all diverse. Uh, Robert Rodriguez uses that budget. Perfectly, he's, he's a man about budgets, man. He's great. Yeah, uh, that 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 man, and we get to see more of like the predators' culture. And we the first inkling that there's probably something going on with the war, mm -hmm. and you also have first inkling of what we see in the predator, like the super predator. Right. You know, we we see a lot of that. Yeah. Um, basically, is a bunch of people predators, uh, a bunch of predators on Earth are dropped into this jungle on on a different planet. I was waiting for Adrian Brody because he's giving a speech like. Like I was waiting for him to go, we're predators. But, but he never said, said it. it. She nope. says it. She says it. Yeah. Why do you think we're here? Because yeah. we're predators. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne was also supposed to be uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger initially. Yeah. See that 
he's in that movie so little that would have been awesome. Yeah. But I like Larry Byrne and Larry Larry Fishy in there. Yeah. So the idea is that um, so so it's twice that that um, it's twice that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was offered a role in a Predator sequel and didn't take it. Yeah, but he but he he did Salvation <laughs> three times. What was yeah, because he was offered in the Predator. Was he? I didn't yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. So he's, he he's only comes back for Terminator. Yeah. He's come back for all the Terminator films, even Weird. S- even Salvation. Weird, dude. Um, oh no, he didn't come back for Salvation. They did it without his permission. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, that's awful. It was a whole it was a whole thing. Okay. Um, yeah. So there's like a Yakuza guy, there's like a Russian Spetsnaz. Missing a finger. Missing... This is so cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. He sees um, the blades like this is old. You yeah. can speak English. Topher Grace in a really great role. I mm-hmm. think Topher Grace is excellent in this film. Yeah, he's a uh this is the first like action role that Adrian Brody did too. Yeah, and everyone when he was first announced were going like, "Really?" Yeah, I was yeah. like, "Hey guys, you know who? You know I love I love Henry Cavill. You know who'd be a great Geralt? Freaking Adrian Brody after yeah. this performance. The same voice, same exact voice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that dude. gruff voice. He's is skinny cool. ripped. That's it's great. This movie's um, great. No, yeah. I oh god, I was actually really I loved how all these characters were just like, we don't know how we got Help dropped me. in here. Oh, oh man, oh man. Effective. Oh. It's a trap. When so Danny Trejo apparently Robert Rodriguez when he wrote the script he he described this character that Danny Trejo would play he described him as a Danny Trejo like a Danny Trejo looking character uh, and the Danny Trejo heard about that called him up and says hey you know who looks like Danny Trejo me, me. <laughs> I look like Danny Trejo yeah dude so they yeah. cast him and I was I was saying to Ryan that I was really glad that it's not like one of Danny Trejo's more jokey inclusions yeah. he's he's just genuinely there and when they're like there's only seven of us Mahershala Ali yeah but uh, before he got real yeah. famous he's like yeah. there's only seven of us and the, the, it's help me and when they kill when they kill him and it's he's still, already dead dude. we he's see, dead see it it's like oh effective even like, then when they're like wait it, it's a trap it's a trap <laughs> yeah no, yeah. actually, funny thing is, earlier today when we, when the three of us were watching it, we were giving all the different characters like uh, RPG oh, classes. Yeah. <laughs> and see, because that's one of the good things that's building up Topher Grace's character, because that was the moment where I said, you know, if he was a doctor and as uh, uh about all this violence yeah. because he's not as into it, yeah. he would have lingered on that decision to kill Danny and leave yeah. him. But he walks away just like all the rest do. Yeah. 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 And you but, call them our white, but also too. Re- yeah. what's also really cool is that uh, you don't see the Topher Grace reveal until like the end. Until like it, it's really well set up, but you, then you're looking back, you see it, like yeah. you see the bits yeah, it's because, there. because it, it, he knows about poisons and stuff uh-huh. like that. Yeah, you're yeah. not looking for it because he's playing the kind of like, oh, I'm so innocent. Like Walton Goggins is portrayed as the worst of them, he, but yeah. then it's revealed that Topher yeah. Grace is actually the worst. If of I them. had to have a complaint. It's like I knew this was coming because they wouldn't just pick up a random person. They know that. Yeah. Like yeah. I like he there was something to this character and like I like what happened, but I was like, I wasn't surprised. No, at I, all. I agree with you. I wish there had been one instance to make me believe he was like a doctor. The doctor and like they, they grabbed him for a medical reason yeah. to like give them an advantage. Like still, he can still to be a doctor over, and be a the murderer. The first overt time that you see him like he's maybe not what what, what he may seem is when he leaves the the Russian who who saved him. Yeah. Uh that's like the first time that you're like Oh shit! He saved you, buddy. What yeah. are you doing? Yeah, and then he just bails. Yeah, um, the, all the predator kills are really great. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. The, pre- the the reveal of the three predators as it pushes in as they're all like uncloaking is great. Oh, and you uh, they go into that camp and one of the predators is tied up and you're like, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Just the and then, classic design predator. And then yeah. Fishburne explains that there's a blood feud going on yeah. going on for a long time. Yeah. I really science li- versus spiritualism. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I really uh, liked in this movie about how we didn't see up the predator decloak until I want to say around like halfway through, ish. Yeah, it, 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 until it, Adrian Brody sets up the trap. Yeah. It's really. Yeah. It's also really effective. It, it uses the same like techniques as the first film, and also in a really effective way. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it builds up the suspense. You know they're there, mm-hmm. but you're like. 
but there's a mystery of like where are they why are they there all oh, the they predator dogs they, the predator dogs yep. they, they look so much better movie. than the predator you think they look better in this movie i, I do yeah. yeah so do i they look more like hunting dogs and they have like those crazy spikes to impale people yeah, oh, yeah. i think i think the idea is that you know it's like different breeds yeah probably uh, yeah i sense. mean i think just like they've been breeding up the predators because that is the science thing i think they yeah. were doing the same to the to the dogs and so that's why they look more like predators yeah i actually really like the design of the um i'm gonna call him the alpha predator because he's not a super predator no, he's the he's the berserker predator berserker yeah oh, okay so, there's the berserker the, so they have predator. names so it's the classic predator the, the tracker predator the berserker predator uh and there's one more I, I know but i don't remember what it was yeah but the one with the the jaw oh the one in avpr wolf that's his name. Oh, cool huh. stuff. Okay. Well, well, no, but I really actually liked the design of the Berserker Prayer because when with with the mandible, yeah. yeah, when he takes his yeah. when he takes his mask off, you guys were saying it's like, oh, this is the one who like went uh, hybridization, who was like, oh, I'm trying to improve myself, and the other predator is like, no, we need to OG we, classic. We can't do yeah. that. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of so you kind of get the impression that there are different classes of predators on the on the planet anyway. Mm-hmm. So like that's why the classic predator strung up. Yeah. Uh, I wanted real quick. Um, so I really like. Uh, oh, I really like the design of the classic predator. I think it's a really good design. I think uh, the berserker predator looks great. Like when he takes off his mask, you see it like kind of like almost like a spider face. Mm-hmm. Um, Wolf in AVPR uh, is missing uh, one of them, right? One of them, and I thought that looked really cool too. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like the predators always look really cool. I love the design. That's of the what's really cool about like like the predator itself. Like that dude, he just it doesn't matter if he gets messed up. He loves messing people up. Yeah, like it's it's like it's it's a ritual. It's a sport for them. Like it's, they live for killing. It's also something I love about predators more than the xenomorphs is that the predators all look unique and distinct on their own. Yeah, the xenomorphs all just look like xenomorphs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the predators have a lot more have a, like a lot more ability to just kind of like differentiate their 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 looks um uh yeah i i think the um i lost my train of thought predators is great oh the tracker predator when he fights the yakuza (gasps) that's great dude they both die great scene oh that's so good what i love about that scene is like it goes back to like you know i respect you as a as a as a as a hunter or something like that i don't need guns yeah i don't need i'm not gonna use my gun just my sword I, i was telling him that that's I felt like that was a payoff moment for the Billy thing I was mentioning in the original. Yeah. yeah, he's the dude who knew what was up and he stayed behind. Yeah, you know, and he, he takes he, off, he takes he off, took his shirt. off his shirt and he challenged the predator yeah. and he, full, he fought him full out. Tattoos. And you see mm-hmm. the you see the full fight and it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was a really cool sword fight. I really enjoyed that scene. Yeah, Loris Fresh versus Death is amazing. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> so you finally he's, got me. He's huh? just crazy talking to himself. <laughs> yeah. So you what so took, you finally got what took you so long? Big and guy. then he blows up. Big Daddy. <laughs> he had a, he had a good level of like understated. Insanity. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he did. <clears throat> he was talking to someone. Uh, yeah. He didn't yeah. Like it. a ghost or something. Um, like it, it felt like it felt like exactly the appropriate amount. And the only reason why you're kind of like, ah, about the amount of time that's there is just because it's Fishburne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But if it, it had been like another actor, you'd be like, yeah, that felt like the right amount of crazy in yeah. presence. Yeah. Yeah. Although hearing that, like, again, Arnold Schwarzenegger turns on all these roles. Like he's like, yeah, I took care of him once and I can't, and they brought me back mm-hmm. and I'm just stuck here. Like that would have been awesome. That was the idea was that he was supposed to be like, I killed one and they took me. Yeah. That would have uh, been so cool. Because the idea, like leading into Predators is kind of what I think where the idea that it was illegal to hunt on earth um, or like in certain ways where, you know, we had a game. We have a game planet that we drop humans in yeah. and we hunt them like that. And again, like I said before, Predators is we see the original classic design of the Predator before the one that Van Damme was supposed to be. And apparently, they don't wait very long between hunts because, like, at the end of that movie, like the main characters are walking up to survive I, and they're dropping more people I down. I hate that there was never a, a more sequel. aliens. Some yeah. of them were crates with yeah. aliens. Yeah. yeah, I hate that there was a sequel to this film because as the as the things are dropping in, it's just like let's get off this planet. Yeah, uh, I was looking on the Wikipedia page. Uh, 
And I was like, yeah, the director had a plan. Like, yeah, if this movie's successful, like, I want to, like, look at Lawrence Fishburne's character a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know, like, bring some other characters and, like, keep keep those characters on that planet with, with uh, for the next sequel. And then, you know, they didn't make any money. Yeah, that's that, a damn shame. That sucks because it it's, yeah. it's so good. It's yeah. so good. I, pre- I would have rather I would have rather a sequel to Predators than The Predator. Oh, 100%. Oh, of yeah. course. That, I love Shane Black, but that movie's not the best. Looking at putting Predators next to The Predator, I'm like, Predators all the way. That movie, Predators, The Predator sucks. It has... Compared it's, to this one. It's yeah. $40 million less and it looks better. Yeah, Predator, true. Predators was incredible through and through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, just, it's such a good concept of, like, taking them off Earth and doing this kind of setup. Yeah. And it, it works. And the reveal it works. that they're on a different planet is such a good yeah. reveal. It oh. works from beginning to end. Yeah. Such a beautiful shot when you see all the different planets. And yeah. Do we want to like, r- rank them? Um, I just wanted to talk about, like, how, because we said we'd bring it up later. The, the, oh, yeah. The, the Predator. In The Predator, we know that there have been some changes because he and I were looking at set photos. There's oh, pictures yes. of a tank with two Predators hanging out on top of it with the humans. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like two classic Predators. There was going to be much more Civil War stuff going on, and then they did a test screening, and it did not work at all, so they reshot that entire ending. Yeah, we we knew the third act was reshot. Yeah, because I, I said before, like I don't think the I don't think the predator was here to like drop something off. No, I think yeah. he was. They turned. They wanted to make it much more like classic predator with dudes in a jungle, which I still like what happened in that movie. But like knowing what we could have got, I'm like, damn, dude, yeah. predators yeah. in a tank. See, see more of that civil war stuff going on. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. that's the stuff I loved hinted at in predators. Yeah, rewatching all these movies, I'm I'm definitely <clears throat> gonna check out some of the comics. So if they go into this like blood feud stuff between like you know you know yeah. I want to I want to say something. Um, so I hate the Alien prequels. Like I'm, I don't I, like them that much. Either. I I really I really I really dislike them. Yeah. Um, there is a there is a comic book series that ties Prometheus, Aliens, and Predator all together. Oh right. Um, it's called like Fire and Stone. Or Fire and Stone. Like I think so. There's yeah. two of them. Uh, pretty okay. Okay. I actually I don't hate them. If you want to check some uh, some Predator comics out, some of those. We were at Barnes and Noble the other day, and there was a huge Predator Conky Jungle omnibus of all like the '80s and '90s comics. And I'm like, I might check that the, out. The the Batman versus Predator comics really good. After watching Predators, and I'm like, there's some detective work going on here and stuff. I'm like, I want to see Batman fight these dudes. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah dude. Um. So let's let's rank let's rank Predators them. number one easy. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. I, I would say Predators. Uh. Predator. Are we yes. all doing it individually? I think they're probably going to be a re- yes, but I think they're probably going to be the same order. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So predators, I think we're all yeah. Predators. predators. I put predators at top. Yeah. Yeah. Predators top. Uh, I would say predator second. No, I agree. you say. Uh, for me, I put alien versus predator. Me second. too. I okay. I like I the stuff with the predator. Like if we're talking predator movies, the stuff that's furthered with what we know about the predators and how they are handled. Yeah. Is some of my favorite stuff, sure. and in Alien versus Predator and Predators, I think that's done the best. So Alien versus Predator for me is number so two. So you got Alien versus Predator two. I got Predator two. I do as Predator as well as number Predator. Two. Uh, AVP is number two. Number two. Okay, so uh, uh, number three, I would say AVP. AVP as well. I put AVP. Th- predator. And that's where I'd put the original Predator. Me okay. too. So we're not too far off. No. Mm-hmm. Um, number, where are we? Four. Four. Uh, the Predator. The Predator. The, predator, the one definitely. that just came out. Yeah. What's I think. I think Requiem is worse because I can't see it. I can at least see Predator Two. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Yeah, so I would say I would say the Predator uh, at number four, and then Predator uh, Two, Predator Two, and then AVPR. That I, right. I would have to put AVP, AVPR at the very bottom for me because I haven't seen it. That's what we're hey, all. Hey, no one really saw it exactly because it's so dark. Yeah, we're apparently, all, well, we're yeah. all in agreement. So yeah, Sheet. yeah. Man, Predator. Yeah, I'm glad I we we did this because like, man, the, the Predator is such a cool character. Yeah. yeah, and like, the more you delve into it, the more like, man, we I want more of this world. Yeah, the Predators is so good. 
I want I want more of the stuff that we saw in Predators mixed with more of like the the tribal ritualistic stuff we saw in Alien versus Predator and yeah. see that played yeah. out in Civil see, War stuff. See, yeah. that's what I want. I think just like tra- mix mix AVP Predators yeah. and the Predator, and that's like the perfect movie. I think yeah. just like the Transformers franchise, like they're too scared to just make a movie about robots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I think the studio is just too too scared to make that's, a movie about Predators. That's what I talked about. Like yeah. I'd like to see a movie that's actually about the Predators. On I would their, too. on their world, and you see like you could get fucking get Adrian Brody and then back. Yeah, and like they've been on that game planet, and they mix in with uh, whatever his name is from the new one, Boyd, Holbrook? and he's got the predator <laughs> oh, killer yeah. thing, and they get involved while the predators are trying to settle the dispute of who's right about how they should be hunting, yeah. and they're getting oh, involved. Apparently, now. In, in Predators, Danny Glover and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger were supposed to be involved. I, Danny Glover does not need to be on that nope, planet. No, no, Danny no, Glover he, doesn't need to be in anything. <laughs> so, so he's in the, too old for this shit. So in the continuity, <laughs> so in the continuity now, which is which they're all in the continuity. 87, 97. Yeah. So so for like six months, there was this weird drug war going on in ninety seven. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. So if we're including, because the predator included that tail spear. The spear. So, so eighty seven, ninety seven, oh four, oh four. Skip requiem. Mm-hmm. Well, it's oh four. Requiem yeah. takes place. In the okay. Same year. So oh four, and then twenty eighteen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're getting to a book club. Wait, then? no, no, no. Twenty ten. Twenty. Oh, sorry. Twenty ten. And then twenty eighteen. Yeah. What yeah. I like about Predators is that it could set in any time period. Hundred like, percent. You don't know. Hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I I track that it it probably happened not long after AVP. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's get into our book club then. Yay! Something. Hey, welcome to the Figner uh, Comic Shop. Yeah. Hi. Um. Do you have any books? Uh, can you be a little more specific? Um, anything readable? Well, I guess it's time for our book club. Ryan, take us away. Hey, guys. So I picked My Little Pony, issues <laughs> 6 through 10. Did you guys read it? Yes. Uh, what I loved a lot was Rainbow Dash. Uh, I thought her... Uh, her arc was real something, right? Like, it was the so way she good. just murdered all those other she, ponies? She really changed the future of Equestria. I think so. I think that so. called? No, no, no. Yes. yes. You guys know more about My Little Pony. Than <laughs> no, <that>. shit. <laughs> no, guys. Twilight Sparkle, when she when she came out wielding those chainsaws, I mean, holy shit. This just got dark. Guys, My Little Pony got real. Well, you know, it's 2018. Right, anyway, <clears> I'm going to miss Pinkie Pie. Me too. You guys too. are my blowing my mind with my your, actual, <laughs> your actual pony knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking. Okay. Oh, so, um, wait, so is question. Is Princess Celestia really dead or is she not dead? I You'd have to ask is. Applejack. Okay. <laughs> you guys are killing me. <laughs> How do you know so much? Okay. We just know the names, dude. Okay. So, uh, jokingly, I picked, uh, I, I, picked... I, I, I truly, I read okay. the My Little Pony comic for years. Yeah. <clears throat> no. That's cool. Hey man, whatever you want to do. So I picked a couple issues of Swamp Thing. Um, just some key issues that like really, uh, define the character for me. And, uh, uh the first two issues that Alan Moore did and then issue 40, which is just kind of like, um, much like, uh, the most recent Moon Knight issues. There's a lot of like self-contained single issues that are just representative of the world. So the thing that I love about Swamp Thing is that it's a dude who thought he was a man and he's not a man. He's a straight up plant. So and it's devastating. So for years, Len Wein had wrote him as if Alec Holland had yes. turned into the Swamp Thing, which is you know a perfectly great adaptation. That's what that's what he is now in the comics. Again, after uh, 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 Brightest Day, yeah. Alec Holland was reborn. Yeah. Uh, I like the really sad Alec Holland stuff where he battles his humanity <laughs> and uh, he falls in love with a lady, but he's still like fighting himself. So the reason I specifically love this book is because I think it's one of the most well written books I've ever read. It is poetic. I love it so much. Uh, I'm just going to read a little bit because I love it so much. Uh, uh, Plump, warm summer rain that covers the sidewalks like leopard spots. 
just little little par- uh, paragraphs like that just like they speak to me i love that kind of shit the way um, the people's people's narration like the for the floronic man he's great he jason woodrow is great he his his internal monologue is very poetic as yeah. well everyone's yeah. it everyone's yeah. it he'll be pounding on the glass right above now or maybe not now maybe in a while maybe he'll be pounding and will there be blood i'd like to imagine so yes I'd rather think there will be blood. Lots of it. Blood in extraordinary quantities. The second I read that, I knew I was in for a ride. Yeah, and I was so happy about it. I think it. this is also, especially for the time period, mm-hmm. for, for this came out in 83. This is one of the best drawn books I've ever seen. It's the, beautiful. It is a true collaboration between the artist and the writers. Uh, the, the, pan, the panel work in oh. this book. They don't, they don't make comics like that in the 80s. Like, this is truly one of a kind. And the first time I read it when I was a teenager, it blew my mind. Because, like, like, no offense to, like, Superman in the 80s, but, like, it's it's good, but there's it doesn't go extreme like this book does. No, the way, like, that's that page that you just flipped to right now, yeah. it's the Thoronic Man in the shower and his skin is melting off and you see yeah. his plant under his plant skin. It's so, so, okay, so, so wicked. So, so, the, so the first two issues uh, that you had us read yeah. is... Uh, is the anatomy lesson is him discovering is Alec Holland essentially discovering that he is not Alec Holland. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, uh, Len Wein's run ends with Swamp Thing getting shot a bunch and and, and quote unquote dying, but it turns out uh, he can't die because he's not re- he's not a person. Yeah. He's a plant. So uh, they so Jason Woodrow uh, goes to this uh, the oh, Sunderland wait, is Corporation. Is this the first issue of Alan Moore's run? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh. he jumped on in 21, and he rewrote the character. Oh, wow. Interesting, because yeah. Len Wein had, had a... He did the original is... series, and then Saga of the Swamp Thing ended at 20. Got it. Yeah. So uh, the Sunderland Corporation uh, finds Swamp Thing, and they take him in, and they need a plant expert, so they get Jason Woodrow, who is the Floronic Man, who is who is a man who has plant properties, but he's obsessed with becoming one with nature like Swamp Thing is. So he's the perfect person to come in, and the Sunderland Corporation doesn't care about any of that shit. It's about experiments and bad stuff, and Jason Woodrow ends up killing the old man who's in charge of this thing because... Uh, he he does whatever it needs to he does whatever he needs to uh, accomplish to get his goal, and at the end, especially issue twenty two, it's so beautiful. We're like he's just like standing in the rain. Well, he's like I'm finally one. Well, that's his whole thing is uh, in that the Floronic man. Um, he didn't he didn't know if the old man would get killed or not. Yeah, he was like mm-hmm. it depends on if he read the notes. Yes, if he reads the notes, he'll kill him. If he doesn't, oh, read the Swamp Thing. Yeah, so when Swamp Thing yeah, yeah. wakes up. And he's like, Swamp Thing probably won't kill this old man unless he's read my notes, where he's find out that his humanity is gone forever. Mm-hmm. He is just a plant with Alec Holland's consciousness. It's really great to see him like cut open Alec. Uh, yeah, a- cut open and his lungs. He has fake lungs mm-hmm. and like fake organs because he's trying to. They're they're trying to recreate what Alec Holland thinks he is, and it's like that's really tragic, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And no, like Swamp Thing has like this breakdown. And he kills this dude, and like, <clears throat> and the Floronic Man, uh, like, he eats part of Swamp Thing, and like, it helps him become one with nature. He gets to be part of the green, and like, especially if, specifically the very, the final, especially this final on, on issue twenty two. Yeah. Yeah. This this stuff is like beautiful. Like, it begins to rain blossoms. He's the Floronic Floronic Man, and all that once is human, he is consumed, engulfed, swamped, which yeah. is also the name of the, they keep, the issue. Because they keep saying swamped as they show and like the different mm, situations. Yeah, that the second have issue, he, people. Swamp Thing has has receded back into the swamp and just is letting the swamp like take yeah. him. Yes, and yeah. he's and battling his own mind. Yeah. And you got like, Matt and Alec, uh, Matt and Abby uh, Arcane, or no. Uh, Abigail Arcane and then Matt Cable. Yeah. Yep. They show up because they're trying to get Alec, because they think, no, no, this is still Alec Holland. Yeah. Uh, Abby is a friend of his who they eventually mm-hmm. become lovers. Yeah. But what oh, I really... Matt. Let me, dude, I'm going to tell uh, you what happens to Matt. Dude, no, you don't. <laughs> I know. Okay. I know. I was you just do? kidding. Okay. Okay. I didn't. That was okay. a shocker this morning. Yeah. But what I really loved was how um, Jason, the Floronic Man, explained to Sutherland how Swamp Thing came to me. It's like, so Alec Holland dies, and these worms, these plant entities, 
attack his DNA and then they learn from said DNA. Yeah. So then that's how the Swamp Thing was created. Yeah. I thought that was very, very interesting. Yeah, mixed with the bio-restorative formula. Yeah, it like would only be it would only be many years later when mm-hmm. it was established that the Green has always had a Swamp Thing. Yes, yeah, uh, and but, it show it shows Alec. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that part right there, I was like, that is actually really cool. Yeah, and because even while I was reading the New Fifty Two version of Swamp Thing, the first Swamp Thing book I ever read, I see Alec Holland. Yeah. And I and that run is great. Like I have no yeah, problems with that run. It is, but now seeing this version, like Alan Moore's version, I'm thinking, I have one problem with that run. What? Too damn short, man. Oh yeah. Thirty thirty-eight issues. Well, no, I mean Scott Sanders. Oh well, yeah. He only did eighteen. Yeah, but Charles Soul stuff is really good. Charles yeah. Soul stuff is yeah. really good. You had me reading Charles Soul stuff, Brandon. That's where the middle stuff comes good. in. Yeah. Yeah, but just reading Alan Moore's version of Swamp Thing was like this is it's something else. It, it really it is, is something I, else. I, like I no like, joke. Like I think. Like not just these two issues, the entire run. It's some of the best written stuff in comics history. No, I was enjoying reading this at like five o'clock in the morning. I was yeah. like, why have I not heard like about Swamp Thing there's, more? There's than this? nothing that DC is putting out in a sense that are that even comes close to Sandman and Swamp Thing. No. Like those two those two those two graphic novels, those two comic book runs, those are Sandman's so good. Those are books yeah. that just have pictures in them. Like yeah. they're Beautifully if poetic, guys, and oh, th- those are epic storytelling in a way that DC I don't think has done in quite no. some time. Uh, that's why I think if you guys reread the the Swamp Thing Winter Special, the Tom King one, oh, no. now that you have the Alan Moore knowledge, he writes them a lot like Alan Moore. Yeah, that's why I appreciate that. Don't book. make me cry again, dude. And, uh, oh, yeah. Issue forty, we see uh, Alan Moore's take on on his his character that he created, Constantine. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I like issue forty a lot because it it's a real so- young. He does. Yeah, it's a it's just a self contained story about this the 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 this the woman. Pain of being the, the pain yes the pain of being a woman and like yeah. her house is on like an ancient burial ground so like she, or something like that so like she her pain is manifested into becoming a werewolf mm-hmm. and she can't fight it her period is manifested into becoming a werewolf yes. she, can, she can fight it only a little only a little yeah. Um, but my my favorite thing. Oh, and it's so tragic. My that's my that's all I of like. all of these were just beautifully tragic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like my favorite line is there like like uh, she's like give me the sweet release of death and Swamp Thing's like I can't do that. Yeah, and like that's just, and she's just like then so she throws herself. She kills on some herself. Cutlery. Yeah, yeah, she kills herself. And I'm like on the on steak because the, the, it was so beautiful because the sign says uh, women rejoice steak knives on sale. Yeah, yeah. So she kills it's a herself lot about, on the steak knives. Like Alan Moore, like by no definition is like I would consider like a feminist. Like he still writes women in a certain way, but I think this issue he does a really he tries to do his best job of being like women are plighted. And like this is manifested like in a supernatural way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, and I, I really like it. I love the way that Swamp Thing's like talking about it and saying, "I have no right to stay her hand, yeah. but necessity to do it." Yeah, yeah. like and like because I, I he doesn't want he doesn't, he doesn't want her to kill people. No, and he's like, "But you're you're in the right. Yeah, I don't this. have the right to stop you from what's yeah. going on yeah. with you." Yeah, uh, I just think. Uh, uh, I I can just quote this entire book. Like I think I think every word of dialogue is like beautifully written and beautifully drawn. And it's like like I said, we don't get comics like and this he, anymore. He no. lies to her about if Roy lived or not. Oh yeah, she killed her husband, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she killed her husband. Well, also, I mean, her husband was being a dick, but at the yes. same time, it's like she's still right. She was being mistreated. Right. She was being of yeah. um, I want to say emotionally abused. Yeah, like, definitely, hundred like, percent. Like yeah. why? What about my dinner? What about yeah. my dinner? And, and then she turns into the werewolf. Which was kind of creepy because like the snail it comes, comes out of her, of her mouth. It's yeah. awesome. Dude. Well, I just just because I think it's important to do the separation. What I like is that it's not it's not some total you know 
flagrant over the top like he hits his wife kind of right, uh, right. you know it's where's not, my dinner kind of right. shouting it, it's not it's, it's the subtle uh-huh. undertoned kind mm-hmm. of asshole where it's like i mean it should be ready what about yeah. my dinner i understand that you're not hungry it's the more underplayed exactly asshole, which is why it's so important because that's far more common and, it is and, and like you said with the like what about my husband and swamp thing lies like he's fine like because yeah. he doesn't want her to die knowing she killed her husband and like right. every issue has some has something that tugs at your heartstrings like that and mm-hmm. it's like man this entire run like I'll definitely do some more issues in the future when it's, when that TV show gets more in development but yeah. like yeah. I really don't think there are any this is one of the I don't think anything is better written than this. No, I, like, the, I can't think of a superhero comic because this takes place in the DC universe. There are issues that I, that you guys will read where he's in Gotham, like hanging out with Batman. It's back when Vertigo was kind of more into the DC universe. Yeah, I think, and, uh, I think by the time that Hellblazer came out, they were kind of like, no, they're separate. Yeah, and yeah, you can thank uh, Swamp Thing for introducing Constantine. And yeah. Constantine, like, he's just showing up all the time, like, hey, Alec, maybe you should go to this place. They got some spooky stuff going on. <laughs> I'm going back to Louisiana. I'm not going where you send me. All right, man. I mean, that's your choice. You go where you want. Yeah. Open the paper, no. Louisiana. Damn it! <laughs> yeah. uh, issue twenty two's whole work with Alec, all the metaphors and illusions that he's going through as his, his humanity. Yeah, yes. his humanity is so just like good. he's he's carrying so his good. skeleton, which is the last remnants of his humanity, and, and he, he leaves, leaves Linda. Linda behind. And he leaves yeah. his dead wife, oh. who was killed in the same accident that turned. And it's into like you thing. need me. I'm your humanity, and it's like I, I don't. Yeah. And he just lays there and lets the moss over. And it's really him. interesting to see from that issue going to issue 40 where yeah. he's like, I can just go wherever I want. Yeah, because he definitely learns to be a better plant, f- fake plant man. Elemental. A, elemental, thank you, yeah. He's not considered an elemental yet. But let's use the colloquialism. Yeah, yeah. From yeah. Like, uh, he's an elemental, so like, yeah, in issue 40 we jump ahead and he's just like popping up and down like it's nothing. But yeah, I thought issue 22 was honestly one of my favorite things, just watching all the, like, the weird inserts of yeah. messed up creatures amongst the normal yeah. and like the worms would show up and like feast yes, and yes. all these kinds of really interesting now, stuff. I like the anatomy lesson more because I just like Jason Woodrow's It's beautiful. Um, I liked yeah. his narration of like at the end of every page he must be banging on the glass right now. Oh um, yeah dude. Where where's the the old man must be what there was right the, now. In issue forty he uses uh the same the same narration uh over and over again um uh, every couple of every couple yeah, of for yeah, yeah. the uh the the that uh it it's it, their anger is like un unreleased oh, yeah, un, unbridled yeah yeah unbridled like and it's constantly repeating because it's like it's what she's hearing throbbing yeah. in her brain and it's it's really it's really cool to, to hear that I think issue forty is actually my favorite not the least of which that it opens with Alec and and the girl banking out these these were all <laughs> oh, strong strong Abby, issues with awesome art and I yes. really love the way all of it was executed but there's something that I always love about and I thought it was done so well both in art and writing the way that like certain words would insert into his conversations almost like they're supposed to be normal but it's clearly not normal yeah. of his dream like world of him coming to terms with the the lost humanity of Alec. Yes. She and, she runs and the night is too small a thing to contain the fury within her. Just like it's poetry, dude. It's just so good. Like yeah. it's like, "Oh, I'm going to punch you, Superman." Like like I love superhero comics, but like this is something special and that's why I have it tattooed because like it resonates. Like it could it, it's about like humanity so, and it's like it's so great. Well, to be honest, in many ways it doesn't feel like a superhero comic. It feels like a a near like it's, it's not. It's not as. Suspense. It's not as. Uh, yeah. It's not as like you know, gores this or based like, or anything. But it's like tales from the crypt comics. Yeah. yeah this feels like something that like something Image would put out today. Yeah. You know, it feels like something that that like something like Image would put out today. I, w- I want to see I, stuff like that. Dream I, that Alex in. in I really show. hope that we get more Swamp Thing. Or okay. I, you guys I said why I'm scared for this TV show because how could it live up to this? Yeah, exactly. And it's based off this. That's no, why. I know what I was, I was going to say. 
I want Swamp Thing to be more in the spotlight than he is now. I mean, yeah, we have Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. They're the big, they're the big ones. Big but ones. reading books like Swamp Thing, I was like, this is comic books. And see, this is like, this yeah. is where comic books can. I feel like these issues of Swamp Thing, especially issue twenty one and tw- uh, twenty one, twenty two. Even issue 40, they push the line of comic books being art, yeah. an actual art form, not something that snobs with their heads up their own ass. Go, oh, I'm definitely not, Where, Whereas they can talk about social issues in a way that resonates with people of everyone, not yeah. just not just the main demographic, but everyone can um, relate to this, especially in issue yeah. 40. And also just that prime, I want to say, wickedness of the mm. Floronic Man. Yeah. With like that, the second he said, I hope there's lots of it. There probably won't, but I hope there is. It's like, dude, you are menacing and, and yeah. evil, and I love when, this. When Old Man Sunderland's dying, he's like, the dying, the dying is all that matters to me. Yes. I'm like, Jesus, dude. Yes. Yeah. So, like, yeah. really um, solid stuff, man. Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm glad you guys like it. Like, uh, people, yeah. read more Swamp Thing. Just he, read more Swamp Thing. Like, Grant Morrison's written him, uh, uh, Scott Snyder's written him. Grant like, Morrison and Mark Millar wrote him yeah, together. Yeah. Um, I have that's the only volume of Swamp Thing yeah. I own. Uh, so, like, co- like, deep comic book fans mm-hmm. like they know Swamp Thing they, yeah. and like he's definitely a character on the surface like people don't reach towards because he's a mm-hmm. plant man you think oh he's just a plant dude yeah. but it's not about a plant thing it's about humanity and like beauty and love and I, it gets so much crazier guys like he has a, he has a real relationship with Abby and mm-hmm. it gets weird and she eats parts of him and they have a entire issue where they're having like like a weird inner sexual experience that's all of the greatest pages ever made like he I'll show you some that he also goes to space. He also goes to space. It's that's so Swamp weird. Thing X. He's like a sweet like blue. He like he, yeah, dude. He's like a sweet blue alien monster. Like it's it's so great. What I can't. What I want to find is the issue where Swamp Thing beats up Batman. That's so, my, that's the best so issue, dude. When someone comes up to me, when Casey Casual comes up to me and says, "Oh, Batman <laughs> can't lose anyone because he's Batman," I will bring out the Swamp Thing issue and say they lock up Abby there because a, she bangs Swamp Thing in Gotham, and he goes and wrecks Gotham. No, there's, my, there's a problem with so there's actually a problem with that. Yes, Batman could actually beat Swamp Thing nowadays only because nowadays only nowadays. because they have a they, uh, there's a mandate that batman can't lose to another hero yeah. that dc has had for quite some time dude swamp thing that wrecks golf that's why this this that's one thing is so important is mm-hmm. because it's like that was before that happened batman right. gets his ass kicked but of course not a lot of people know that so hell yeah dude yeah. thanks for reading guys yeah it was yeah. great um so next week is mine uh you got a good book i already i know that but I, I chose aliens dead orbit by james stoko oh written, shit written and drawn by him um, I read the first issue back uh, back in the day when I worked at the store. I have not read the rest. He also did which Godzilla book? He did my favorite book, half my favorite comic book, uh, Godzilla: The Half Century War. It's a great book. Uh, his art is gorgeous. Um, he really the, the the review on this one is uh, Dead Orbit reinvigorates the Alien franchise in comic book form. Uh, I'd agree. The first mm-hmm. issue is great. Um, so I, if it's as good as Godzilla: Half Century War, I can only imagine it's probably going to be. Yeah, some of these. I, I also read the first issue. Um, Looking at some of this art, it looks super great. Yeah, so that was my that's my that's my pick for next week. Uh, Why, right off the bat, opening up with uh, I'm looking at it and it's opening up with the text just like the movies. Yeah, dude. yeah. I'm like ooh. Uh, so yeah, definitely check that one out, and uh, we'll see that next week. All right, that'll do it for this week's episode. Uh, real quick before we get out of here, our giveaway is still going on. Um, I, you know, all you got to do is uh, review our show on any podcast service around the world. Just let us know. Uh, where you where just let us know where it is. Send it to us. Uh, hopefully, iTunes is your podcast. Is your like podcast screenshot listeners. your review and then send it to us on our email address so we know you did it. Yeah, uh, or just any social media that you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, just so we know because if it's like I said before, if it is on a different podcast service or if it's around the world, we can't see it. Yeah, uh, we can only see the iTunes ones. So, 
next week, Mike Matola. Yay, Mike's going to be on the show. He may have a big surprise. Uh, we posted it. It's I'm really stoked. That that video was so cool. Yeah. Um, we don't know what we're going to be talking about uh, yet, but uh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Uh, but he will be on the show uh, with us. Um, as always, we are a Funko affiliate. Yes. Uh, click the link in the description. Uh, I, have a, I have a link down there. You have to click that link uh, in order to, in order for it to work. And use the promo code SHOP10 for 10% off your purchase. Um, thank you to everyone who listens. We always appreciate it. Uh, Jeremy Vellucci, thank you for our theme music. And Suburban Proctologist is a show he does, which you can find on iTunes. Facebook.com slash Suburban Proctologist official. Instagram at Subproc Podcast. You can find uh, Jeremy on Instagram at Jeremy Vellucci Keyboards. Uh, Mike Matola, who's going to be on next week. Thank you for our logo. You can find him at Mike Matola. Um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, if you'd like to get in touch with us. Uh, all at Fake Nerd Podcast. Fake Nerd Guys at gmail.com. Uh, I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Ben? Ben Madigan, 27 for Instagram and Twitter. Sparks? Uh, Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter. S-P-A-R-K-Z Witty. And Ryan is at DJ Tony Snark. He had to leave. Yeah. Uh, for, for now, but... DJ Tony Snark and everything. It's the, uh, it's the end of the show, so who cares? <laughs> Subscribe to us on <laughs> iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, rate and review wherever you get us. You can win a poster for it this time. So um, Yes, do it. Poster. Until Free next poster. week, guys, stay fake, nerds. <laughs> <laughs>